Here's the thing that makes life so interesting. The theory of evolution claims only the strong shall survive. Maybe so. Maybe so. But the theory of competition says just because they're the strong doesn't mean they can't get their kicked. That's right. See, what every long shot come from behind underdog will tell you is this. The other guy may in fact be the favorite. The odds may be stacked against you. Fair enough. But what the odds don't know is this isn't a math test. This is a completely different kind of test. One where passion has a funny way of trumping logic. So before you step up to the starting line, before the whistle blows and the clock starts ticking, just remember out here, the results don't always add up. No matter what the stats may say, and the experts may think, and the commentators may have predicted, when the race is on, all bets are off. Don't be surprised if somebody decides to flip the script and take a pass on yelling uncle. And then suddenly, as the old saying goes, we got ourselves a game. Seven minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Uh, we are fired up, ready to go. The boys are getting settled, and we thank you for being with us. 180 Van Adler, he's right through that window in there, and he's got TV live in HD. We thank him so much for being here. I'm Speedy. There's Greg. There's Helmsy. That is the Good Time Gang. Welcome in. What's a happening, boys? Y'all good? I am good. Y'all How about right? you, Gregory? You good? I'm good. Everybody good? Fired up. Good. Fired good. up. Ready to tackle the day, Greg Burgess. <laughs> tackle that son of a gun. <laughs> there he goes again. Tackle, tackle. <laughs> Better not target it. Look, y'all ain't excited Look about it. You. Going back to the house. Look at you. you. Going to divide it up right well, there. Why not? I'm trying to help you. <laughs> huh? Don't hit with the crown of the helmet. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, hold on just a second. Let me ask I'd run that stapler Adler. if it would. you couldn't hear it on the microphone. Let me ask Adler a question. I'd had to ask Adler something because we've 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 had the dead life where we have uh, a sick house because dead of because life. of a kid and and it is absolutely I mean it's it, part you, of it, man. You, well you hurt for the we child all have those stories it, you hurt for the child but when they're so young they can't really do anything themselves and yeah. it's all on you and uh, right now little Ruby is is not feeling well uh, how's that life for you my friend man, um, I'm sorry go ahead man it's uh woo, it's tough. what a party. Hey. You, you were telling us some stories yesterday of just there. just the life, and and it just brought back so many memories of just yeah. just dealing with. Yeah, you know, she's got the she's got the daycare boogies going on, mm. and uh, she's really struggling with this one. Mm. And you know, I've talked to a ton of people, and they're like, "Yeah, man, that first year when you put them in school, they're yes. going to be sick just the whole year, yep. and you are kind of going to too, probably a yeah. little bit. Yeah, oh yeah. But after that, their immune system is going to be a lot more bulletproof, which is great. Yep. But that first getting through that first year is a little bit of a struggle. But man, I was feeding a baby a bottle at like seven thirty on Sunday night, and just a little cough, mm. which I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of like even put my hand up. Yeah. Oh, and that bottle 
just came, came out. It had no chance, did it? And so did the applesauce that was two hours mm. before that, and oh, yeah. so did the bottle that mm. was two hours before oh, that. Bro. So the, stu- the stomach said, no, sir. Y'all, I, mean, I didn't know there was. I didn't know it was possible to be mm-hmm. that much in that little baby to have a tiny little thing. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm like, where did all that? Come Where out? were you storing this? Oh. You know? Yeah, the dogs freaked out. Right? Like, oh, what's yeah. that? I screamed. Uh-huh. I I didn't handle it. The did first four, high pitch scream. The, the first four <laughs> seconds, I did not handle well. After that, I was a rock. Right. Oh, good. Oh, I bet you feel better now. Mm-hmm. You know, I was. Oh. I I mean, I I changed gears real quick. That's there. good. But the horror of the first four seconds. Yes. And it was. It wasn't even over in four seconds. Mm-hmm. Like it was still going on, and I had. You gathered. Get, I had right. gathered myself. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um. Had to had to put my keys in the oven. Because my keys were on the ottoman <laughs> that sh- she ralphed on a good bit. Yeah, drama. And my keys were, uh, and so I had to like wash my keys in the sink, and then I put my keys in the oven to dry in them the out. In the oven, never heard of that. I, I hadn't either. Almost forgot, by the way, in the, in the oh, mania of it all. Oh, I no. almost forgot. Next almost, time, just run a hair dryer. Almost melted my keys. <laughs> okay, hair dryer. I'm like, that time, was stupid. Hair dryer would be a lot too. better. Honey, why, is, why are the keys melting? Or just melting? let them set. They'll dry. <laughs> they were wet. I got a pocket knife in there. I wanted to get it all dry no. up in there. You yeah, know? well, yeah, it is now. So you've brought back a lot of memories. There's oh, been yeah. there's been some that's been so bad where I have to take the clothes I'm wearing and you know it's bad if you're taking them to the driveway and having a having a water hose on them just before yeah. just to get them prepared to wash. Wow. And then you go, I'm headed to the shower. You know, I I just I got to take a shower. It's just it's 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 everywhere. What about when it's in the carpet and they've had like a colored drink and it that's, stains it? Yeah. It's like red. That. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. fun. You can't yeah. get it out. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know what it is about. I don't know if, if this is the the way at y'all's house, but it's like there's certain things I deal better with, you know, when it comes to the to, to the babies yeah. and the kids. And then Terry does. I seem to be the throw up guy. I don't know so why. I can't, but I can't I, be that guy. It, yeah. I seem to be that guy. She can't deal with it. She's like, okay, I can't well, deal that's with like that. Everything but else. there's other things that she. I handles. can deal with poop from a dog, but I can't deal with throw up from the kids. Yeah. See, to me, it's just like. In the poop area too. If it's my kids, for some reason it didn't bother me. Now, if it's somebody else, I, I can't clean up anybody else's Ugh, throw right. up. Or, so if you're in San Francisco and, and people are pooping on the on the road, yeah, you, or you throwing up, okay. Or let's just say yeah. I work somewhere and someone threw up in there, and I said, "Greg, go get that." So I immediately start That's gagging. Gonna tough. Yeah. That's going to be tough. Mm. But if it's my kids, for some reason it doesn't bother me. Yeah. When I'm dealing with that, I, I have to like because I'm I'm germ I'm a, I'm a germ guy in general. You like are. any kind of germs. And so I really have to put myself in a mentally like safe space, mm-hmm. and I will tell myself, Chris, it's just poop. It can't hurt you. Is that how you I, do that's it? That's what I okay. do. I'm like, all right, all right, all right okay. Give I us that line it. one more time. It's it's just poop. It's it can't hurt you. It can't hurt you. Yeah. Which might not actually be true. It, I mean, there are probably yeah, yeah, situations. Well, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, there are a lot of people that have died of like you know cholera throughout <laughs> sure. you know human history that right. they were going to say, well, actually, poop can hurt mm-hmm. you. But yeah. in E-coli. this situation, yeah. yeah, in this situation. Y'all, you were talking about your clothes getting off. I, I had to take my pants off immediately, mm-hmm. and now I'm scrubbing a, a carpet mm-hmm. with just a shirt on but no pants. Oh, that's mm-hmm. And I found myself doing that, and there's something about— And your keys in the oven. <laughs> right. I got my keys Don't in the oven. <laughs> there's something about like wearing un, like no pants but a shirt— there's no dignity there. I know, but if I not. like took just my shirt, shirt off, off, yeah, I, yeah. I should. I, at that point, I should have just gone no shirt because then I'm like Tarzan, right? Versus something the, about not having pants on yeah. but a shirt on. Yeah. You can't look no, cool, right. especially if the shirt's a little long. Yeah, what are you? <laughs> a, what are you a baby? <laughs> Am I the baby? <laughs> 
Something yeah. about it. So there, I found yo, myself yo, in that. Yes, white legs sticking out. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Something about it. I'm like, okay, scrubbing. All right, this is. I gotta change this situation. Right. My wife is not gonna respect me if she sees me like that. <laughs> right. Grab some gym shorts. Some take your shirt off. At least be the naked cowboy. Yes. You know. Yes. So. Um, <laughs> Good night. Well, three something. A crying baby started up again. So she's so she's sorry. going to the doctor. Today. I'm gonna go back uh, yeah. to this. Huh. My keys are wet. <laughs> oh, let me put them in the oven. That, that just doesn't come. I gotta ask. I, never, I, I gotta ask. Pre- what did you put the oven on? Preheat two hundred. Okay, two hundred. I just. I don't know. I, you know I what? Never I would have thought oven. I would probably go. Hey, it was a sunny day. I'm putting them outside. You know, let them get in the sun and, and warm it, was, up. it was. The hams is all nighttime. over the blow dryer. Yeah, blow dryer. Blow dryer. You know what I should have done. Yeah. Microwave, duh. Oh yeah, that would have went well. <laughs> Kids, do not try that. At home. Don't do that. Do not do that. It's been quite a show. Like, well, yeah, she's Ruby getting to the doc. Better. She's getting to the doc today. Well, so. you go, I feel for hard. you, man. Yeah, From the man. stories yesterday, you were telling us, and then oh, I checked in with you after back. the show, and he's like, "Oh man, it's awful." I had a flashback. Oh yeah. I hey, we I blocked we, all that. Hey, we've all been there. You yes, know? we've the, all the better parents that are just like. He's experiencing it now. We'll be right back. 15 minutes past the hour. Hopefully uh, none of you were eating. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Kickoff Power live here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Welcome in. Thank you so much for tuning uh, into the Rick and Bubba Show. Either on YouTube or your favorite app or terrestrial radio. We'll take you however we can get you. We thank you for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG-OUR-NUMBER. As uh, we roll on, um, this week's Rick and Bubba University podcast will feature Casio Kid. Uh, We're going to catch up with old CK, and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so make sure that you are getting that podcast this week. We'll do that on Thursday, and then it'll hit and publish Saturday morning. Uh, so yes, so funny you bring that up because yeah. I had a conversation about him yesterday. I had somebody reach out to me wanting to know if he still did events, stand up events. Oh yeah, and and busy man. Yeah, and so that's I was actually going. That's fun. I had no idea he was going to be the guest this <laughs> yeah. week. That's funny because yeah. I was actually going to reach out to him at some point this right. week. Uh, looking wow. forward to that. Um, Timing. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that kind of funny? So yesterday, how was y'all's day yesterday? Good? Everybody good? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good I, day. I mean, if I can get my wife and oldest daughter to stop arguing about percentages on <laughs> money that's being sold online. Yeah. Okay. So evidently, I don't know what has brought this up. And Caroline's been in this decluttering mode lately, mm-hmm. which is fine. I love that. But she's going and getting a bunch of her old clothes that she knows Maddie's not going to wear now, and she's selling them online. She has found all these apps and selling them to mm. a point where at one point, at one point Saturday morning when I was at Pursuit Men's Conference, I was getting just email dings after email dings. So-and-so paid you $35. So-and-so paid you $10. So-and-so paid you $15. So, and I was like, what is going? On? Why is everybody sending me money in Venmo? Like, what is? Thing, yeah. What's going on? That normally doesn't happen. Normally, money's going out. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that's it's usually the, the, the question yeah. I usually get is, "What is our Venmo account?" So I can, you know. And so I'm like, "What in the world is going on?" So that's when I found out that 
Caroline has is trying to sell clothes, and now Amanda's got involved. Well, here's the the bone of contention between the two. This is what I'm hearing now in the background. Yeah, I'll take forty percent of that one, Mom. What forty percent? What are you talking about? Oh, so first good. of all, Caroline, you didn't even buy it. Right. Okay, this this what? That's first. I, I realize you have put the effort to get everything together and all that. We'll pay you for that. Okay, mm-hmm. I think forty percent is a little high. Well, I thought I should get all of it. I thought it's been nice. You know, at one point. At one point, either yesterday or the day before, there was a big-time debate on percentage. Oh, okay. And I thought, why are we even having this discussion? Of course, I'm screaming, hey, throw those golf clubs in, too, and do this and grab that. Let's get it all out of here. Mm-hmm. And that would have been your cut. Right. You'd have got that. Yeah, you would have got that. You know, the biggest issue, though, and, and I – Decluttering's we tried, my cut. We tried to do some of this when we were decluttering before yeah. we moved. But the biggest issue is how do you get it to everybody? You know, know, so if they're selling all that, how are they getting it? Are they meeting people? They're they're putting it in the mailbox. These are people that are around. We we've known like four of the people that I've seen come. We know. Okay, and that helps. So you're running the thrift store out of your house, pretty much. Okay, I I have heard this. I have heard this statement several times. Hey, go put this in the mailbox for Katie. She'll be back. She'll be buying a little bit. Oh, okay. I look down and I'm like. Okay, yeah, that's well, there's the problem a, when you when you're trying to. Yeah, it's so like okay. I mean, especially and when can, you and if you're dealing with somebody, you know, no problem. When you're dealing yeah. with complete strangers, you don't know they may yeah. kidnap you. Who mm-hmm. knows? I, you know, speak. What's the largest thing y'all have ever bought with without seeing it like or in person? It's mm. a good question. I know people that buy cars like this. Well, and that's what I was going to mention. Have y'all seen? But that? I've never done that. Um, I always I got to I got to get in a car, look at it, feel it, drive it. I just I can't. I do too. I, I do too. This Carvana thing, and then there's another one that's, mm-hmm. that's a competition with them, where they just come to your house and get your car and drop your new one off. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then Carvana also has the vending machine, which for no, us there's one around Birmingham. <laughs> hey, I'd like to go see it. For me, that's really what I would. That's me. That's yeah. my mentality. Uh-huh. I would rather do that with every other thing, but there's something about a car. I, I, know, I can't let that go yet. I, yeah. I, I mean, they, they pull up, get your car, and leave another one, and then yeah. they leave. So a friend of mine bought a car in Texas, okay? So I've never and, been. And and bought it off of, like, I, I forget what it was. Either, I know it wasn't Facebook Marketplace, but it was something similar to that. Yeah. And and he had never seen it in person. It oh. was being delivered, and it was for his son. Hey, Amanda's. Truck. Do you know Matt, my wife's <laughs> dad, father? He's bought cars off eBay before. I Same know, thing. That's what it was. Maybe that's what yeah. it was. But eBay it, Motors. You know, it, this Carvana thing's got me really intrigued. Yeah. Well, what I if mean, there wasn't good enough pictures or something? What I if it gets know. it and it's like been keyed all the way down one side? And you if didn't we pick don't it go up? to that car vending machine. There's one here around Birmingham, and, and go plug in on a car, make a car come down. It's <laughs> awesome. And test drive it. We need to do that because I want to see how it works. You, yeah. They can't just let you do that. There's no. got to be something. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, in my mind, you just walk up and hit a button, and get a car. Yeah, there's got to be it's more as simple to that. as that mouthwash dispenser that exactly. we were talking Here about. Here comes a car. Yeah, but the other one where that flatbed pulls up and there's a car on it, and I'm they just pull you what, it off and there. Here you go. We are turning into a society that we're just never going to leave the house. Yeah, I we guess get, not. We get groceries delivered. We get. Everything we dash, we we, we swap cars out, <laughs> we dash, we, we do all, the, and we're never going to leave the house. Right, we're all just going to be in there. I don't like I don't like thoughts of that. No, no, everything everything's done for we're you. We're going to work from home, mm-hmm. and everybody's to, using COVID as the excuse too. You yeah, know, to to, to kind of implement a lot of this. I mean, the days uh, of and there'll be offices that that there's an exception, but the days of of cubicles at an office, they've already said most of that's gone. No more. We'll just hey, we've learned to do it from home, and so we'll do it from home and save the brick and mortar cost of renting out yeah. a place or leasing it every month. I guess gone. 
Crazy. I don't know. And according to Fauci, he says uh, he says that even if you've had the vaccine, he still he still warns everybody going out to eat. I, I'm, I'm, I've, and you I'm said not saying run, jump in somebody's face and breathe on them. Right. I'm saying, but you can, you can wash your hands and social distance and, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. just don't run up on people. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like you, Helms. I think you said it off air. I've got Fauci fatigue. I do. Uh, and I'm, I'm kind F of squared. I'm kind of done with him and hit, changing his attitude by, by the direction of the wind on what we need he to do. He keeps adding mass to your face, three yeah. layers, four layers. I get it. The more is better, but at what point are you just being ridiculous? I wouldn't right. mind, I wouldn't mind having, Amanda and I sitting down having dinner with Fauci and his wife. I wouldn't mind that at all. Yeah. Probably enjoy it. Probably enjoy I'd the conversation. It. But look, I'm tired of seeing you in the forefront of this pandemic. Yeah. I just am. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready for you I to go to the you house. Meet the press the other okay. day. Ready for you to go to the house. Do something else. It says uh, Fauci cautions against dining out, even when vaccinated. Data is still out on how transmittable the virus is from someone who's been vaccinated. Well, how about that? So, I mean, you can't have nothing. I, I still do not do dining indoors. I still do takeouts, Fauci said, uh, who's been vaccinated. Uh, and he goes, I want to continue to support the restaurants in my neighborhood, but I'll do it that way. Well, you know, that's fine. It says data is still out on how transmittable the virus is from someone who's been vaccinated, he said. Two Israel students uh, see in the vaccine, Pfizer vaccine suggests that vaccines greatly reduce the virus transmission, but it's still possible to catch it. So I don't know. I, yeah, anything's possible, but I mean, come on. At some point, don't we have to get back? I mean, think about this, okay? Think about your restaurants and what they've been through. <coughs> Good night. I know. You know? You, you finally got all the vaccines rolling out, uh, hopefully, at some point. Uh, my parents get their vaccine tomorrow, finally. Yep, mine, uh, both their shots. You know, and I guess then it'll trickle down to, you know, from 65 and older, and it <clears> keeps <throat> on trickling down. And, yeah. and at some maybe after the summer, don't you think majority of everyone that wants it can ha- have had it? You would think so. I, I would think by the fall, worst mm-hmm. case. Yeah. And, and Dr. Sag on our podcast. First dose, anyway. It's hoping that you know by the fall when it comes to sports we'll have stadiums full and yeah. we still can't go inside and eat. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's kind of interesting though, isn't it? What's baseball season going to look like? They say they're going to have fans. Yeah. Even in spring training. Space them out. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Kickoff hour is live. Rick and Bubba join us in 30 minutes from now. Don't go anywhere. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes till top of the hour. It is the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour, and we're live. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget, sign up your classroom for Green Eggs and Ham, the large, cl- largest classroom registration that's going on right now at rickandbubba.com. It happens March the 2nd, Dr. Seuss's birthday. It happens live at 8.35 a.m. Central Time. Uh, that's when Rick reads The Green Eggs and Ham by Dr. Seuss. Uh, and you can be a part of the world's largest classroom by simply going and registering at rickandbubba.com and then click Submit. Uh, just follow the rules, teachers. <laughs> Uh, follow the rules, and if you're a parent uh, or someone that knows a teacher, let them know. Hey, make sure you register your class so you can be listed as uh, part of the world's largest classroom. It's always so much fun to see how many of you are watching or listening uh, when this happens. Uh, and, you know, with the ability to 
go back and, uh, you know, with the podcast or even with YouTube later in the day, some of you just do a delayed watching uh, later in the afternoon, whatever the case, make sure you are signed up so you can be listed as part of the Green Eggs and Ham Largest Classroom Rick and Bubba registration, okay? That happens March the 2nd, so make sure you do that. And, and Helmsy, don't get him going. He'll get upset if you What's teachers that? don't actually follow the rules. I've given up all hope on that. I just submit it and move on. Yeah. And don't make up fake schools in classrooms. We got that, too. We got we got an app, or a, not an app, but a, a scan for that. <laughs> well, I, you know who that scan is? Me. You? Yeah. So I had to go through and look at everyone. I mean, I've let a few go, right. you know, accidentally, just clicking right away, trying to get through it. Yeah. Oh then I have to gosh. reach out to Bell Media and go, hey, can you remove this name? It's not supposed to be there. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, what do you do? So. Um, what is it up with these uh, gender reveals? You know, these gender. Wow, they're I mean, I'm glad I didn't have to deal with that. Uh, I know. You know, you can go and get on different, uh, you know, and the TikToks thing, and stuff fine. and see all these fails and all that. I'm not into really uh, to doing that. Well, now, the major boys. fail on this one. The boys will, will uh, come running in going, please look at this. Um, it was even in a Super Bowl commercial, I believe. Yes, uh, when they were apologizing. The M&M's commercial. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> I'm Maybe sorry. we should have just told you what the gender was. <laughs> yeah. But a New York dad has been killed, right? Trying yes. to set one up? Trying to set off some type of explosive device. I guess it was going to explode and throw the color powder in the air or something. Mm. And it goes off. God. Kills him and injures his brother pretty bad. His yeah. brother's in the hospital. And they're both in their 20s, like 28 and 27. Guys, that's, I mean, you, you go, I'm, we're all excited. We're going to reveal the gender to this. Mm-mm. And we got to comment. Here's the deal. If we're going to have gender reveals, and that's mm-hmm. fine. If that's mm-hmm. your deal, that's that's awesome. Maybe not do it with explosives. No. If you want to come with a few rules. Right. But you know, there's, you can have balloons. You can, I've seen people have cakes. I mean, throw a ball, hit it, the powder, whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe leave the explosives out. That's yeah. Not a great idea. No. I mean, let's, I don't think it's that important to try to be sharp with the gender reveal by having a huge explosion when you're risking your life setting it up. And that includes shooting of a target. Because yeah, remember, yeah. that started that a wildfire. Yeah, remember burned, the wildfire? Yeah, we started? burned a whole place up. Yeah. Don't forget that. Fire, anything that involves fire, anything that involves an explosive, probably taking off the gender reveal list. Yeah, I think that's, that's probably me. a good idea. You know how we found out how I found out about Maddie? What her gender was? Uh-huh. When she was born. Sir, would you like to cut the cord? Yeah. Mm. We did that I, it was with, right then and there. That's we when, did that with Taylor. That's we didn't find it. out. We, now we found out the second one, but we didn't find out the first one. I like not knowing better. Do you to, really? I did too. Do there, you was really? a, there was See, a surprise we, we there. Yeah. We, I, I we enjoyed knew. not knowing. It's, it's tough when you try Brady to plan Caroline. ahead and get you know colors and rooms yeah. and all that. That's kind of a hassle. But. So it didn't drive you crazy not knowing? No, no. I enjoyed it. Really? Because no. I did it both ways and I like not knowing better. And there was a different emotion. In regards to, because we did, how, how was Brady it different? Caroline, well, I'll tell you, and this is going, this is going to sound bad to some. Just hear me out, okay? I don't need your email today. Oh no! But I wanted another boy, and we, and so it was Braden. It was Braden and Caroline. We had the best of both worlds. So you know, let's have a surprise here. Wanted another boy. We actually had a boy name in case it was a boy. I'd like to know what it is. William Sorry. Abbott. I'm sorry, okay. Maddie. It was William Abbott. Okay. Coach okay. Abbott. It was after Coach Abbott, and mm-hmm. it was after William's a family name. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was after me. Uh, well, name. Greg, I, sorry, buddy. And wow. so um, there was like two seconds when I heard it's a girl that I was disappointed. Two, two <laughs> seconds. Now, <laughs> it quickly, it quickly changed, okay? So save your email. Oh, man, just late. Um, but it was, it was, I, Maddie and I actually had this conversation a couple weeks ago. Cause I told her Did what her say, boy, sorry, told her what her boy name would have been. <laughs> really? I was like, I, I, we would have called you Abbott. And she was like, wow. Okay. I didn't know that. 
like that. Well, <laughs> that was a carpool discussion, in case you were wondering. <laughs> Really? You know, yes. I wanted a son. I yeah. ended up with you. Yeah. But anyway. That's not how I did that conversation with her, right, Greg. Right. But it was a girl. I just simply said, hey, we didn't find out what you were going to be mm-hmm. until you were born. And so we had a boy name and a girl name ready to go. Okay. Yeah. That's how I explained it with her. <laughs> and I was pulling for a boy. But besides that. Right. Didn't right. tell her and, that part, and, and, and then And then you hear this. I just want it to be healthy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why some southern so somebody's grandmother did that. I don't know why. I think a lot of people feel that way. Not and you do, you do want it to be healthy. I don't care what it is, boy. It does, they do sound a lot like that. I, I just want it to be healthy. Well, and that's, again, I, I was being honest. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are just, I just want, they don't mean it when they do well, you know. that. My goodness. We all I, want it to be healthy. What kind of statement is that? I remember Lisa being very giddy when we found out with Chandler that she was a girl. She was, because we already had a boy. Yeah, and she was doing that. Hey, if it's another boy, that's fine. But when she yeah. saw it was a girl, she was extra giddy. I saw it, yeah. <laughs> like relieved. And and it it is, well, I'll leave that alone. I don't want to get emotional, but I'm glad it worked out the way it is. I'll I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm glad I was wrong in what I yeah. wanted at the time. There I'll put it go. that way. <laughs> don't want to get emotional. It's too early for that. Well, I haven't had coffee yet. <clears throat> Here's another story, and Greg. I know where you're going with this uh, because you've named people uh, that that use this um, wheelchair. Uh, Florida bank allegedly robbed by woman in electric wheelchair. Let me tell you something. If I'm a bank and a woman can rob me in an electric wheelchair, I feel bad about my security. Well, she was arrested on Monday. Shoot her tires out. After she allegedly robbed a bank in Florida with an electric wheelchair and threatened to kill everybody inside. How are you going uh, the, to kill me out of that chair? The unidentified woman got into an argument with the teller at Regions Bank in downtown Jacksonville, Florida, before announcing she was robbing the place. Authorities said the woman was given cash before leaving the bank, so she did. Did, did she have a pistol? Uh, now, it probably took a minute. She couldn't no. have gotten out of there too fast, right? Did go, she think she had somebody to get the door for her? Yeah, I was going to say, close the door. Don't let her out. Um Anyway, uh, I wonder if she, she smoked that, the tires getting out of there. <laughs> she said that she was given some cash before leaving uh, the bank. Well, wait a minute, did she have a gun? <laughs> I, well, why no. Would you give her cash? It says here that she did. She did not have the gun. Well, then why would you give her anything? Go. I'm sorry, ma'am. You're gonna have to hit that handle and go on. All right. So, oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> listen to this. Listen to this. Authority said uh, the woman was given cash before leaving the bank, located just a few blocks from Jacksonville Sheriff's Office headquarters. <laughs> she was taken into custody short time later. No one was injured during the robbery, according to the sheriff's office. Uh, Authorities said that the woman never displayed a weapon either. So that just the policy is if somebody asks, even if they're in a high-powered wheelchair, you just give them money. I don't know. They said that uh, she's 39 years old. I'd unplug the battery or something. And and this is the story. Authorities described her as a 39-year-old black woman who typically uses an electric wheelchair to get around and was last seen wearing silver and black face masks. So she's known in that area, and so she did. She so think she got mad. That's an easy description, yeah. right? So she got mad about something about a transaction. Yeah. And then she said, "Well, I did, I'm robbing the place." <laughs> it doesn't say. It doesn't. It doesn't say if she was a, a big mama womp womp though. Here, Greg. Well, there, there was some issue. The Gantmer step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was some issue. Never crossed my mind to rob a bank. Not one time. No. 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 I mean, now, especially let's say I'm in an argument with a teller or which I don't think I've ever had either, but I, I don't go, I tell you what, you've made me mad. I'm gonna rob you now. Here's my I, I've deal. never even thought that. Let's say I wanted to rob a bank. Okay. But I would want to do it. Hypothetically. 
like I wouldn't walk in with a gun. I'd be like that guy that dug through the floor. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. like that Creative, I wouldn't mind yeah. being involved in. I don't want you to be wouldn't an armed, mind being I don't want to be an armed robber. No, I don't want to be an armed robber. So you're saying like yeah. they open the big safe and like nothing's yeah. in there and you're I like, saw, oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, there's right. a hole in the floor. Yeah, and you're two tunnels. Ocean's you're, you're down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now yeah. you're talking. See, that's different. Mm-hmm. Don't make it right. Now right. that you're thinking about it, I kind of won't be involved. You know, they did a story. It was in Los Angeles. <laughs> I know. And this this bunch had had they had four wheelers and all, and they were you know how they under the city there in the mm-hmm. sewer and all that. Yeah. And I don't know how they did it, but they came up in a vault at a bank, and I think got away with. it. I don't remember how it ended. And this was real. This was a real documentary. They had equipment to dig the the. The caves and all that—it was mm-hmm. crazy. And they, uh, the people that get away with it, always have an armored truck that they've that they've stolen and painted to look just like the ones that pull up uh, out front. Yeah, see something like that. Too. Yeah, <clears throat> just I, I won't be an arm robber, but if, and I don't want you to don't do want the to other. Do but if right. just say I had to, let's say Greg, somebody said you got to rob a bank somehow, mm-hmm. it would be something like that. But back to the electric wheelchair. There'd be a little flim so, flam involved. So what's her plan? I mean, so it's like okay, and then, and then you're. I mean. I know, and you know it's tough getting you can't out the door. Get away. You can't just streak out the door. It's kind of tough. You get held up. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like the way, um, not a bank robbery, but when Andy Dufresne, you know, yeah, see, so that was a they didn't have a clue. He had that, that poster. Mm-hmm. Is that a true out? story? No, I thought it was. No, it's Stephen King story. If I you, thought it was based on true story. It's not true at all. I really did. If you were the tailor that got robbed by someone in an electric wheelchair, do you think you'd ever live that down? Oh, my goodness. Hmm? How are you? I don't get it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is uh, nine minutes until top of the hour. This portion of the show brought to you by expressvpn.com slash Bubba. Ever wonder how social uh, media companies make all their money? Hmm? Well, by tracking your searches, video history, everything else you click on, and then by selling uh, those um, uh, that vulnerable data to other uh, businesses. So that's how they make their money. But if you want to be protected, you need to do so. Uh, the uh, expressvpn.com slash Bubba link will send you right to their uh, their website uh, where they can protect your online activity. Uh, and then that way when you make your uh, presence online, uh, it has an anonymous hidden uh, IP address that uh, they can't see. Uh, and so it's encrypted. 100% of your data is protected. Uh, so uh, make sure that you check them out right now. They're offering three months for free on a one-year package at expressvpn.com dot com slash Bubba. So uh, go visit them right now at expressvpn.com slash Bubba and get those three extra months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Bubba. Three months free for a one-year package. Or you can go to rickandbubba.com uh, and look under the, uh, the sponsors list. You know, that's important now. I mean, you get online before you know it, and your stuff's out there and VPN. you want to be protected. Expressvpn.com slash Bubba. Slash Bubba. Slash Bubba. Um, you know, and, and I know that we always talk about, hey, they're listening to us uh, on the, you know, with the, well, with your, your phones. Um, but it <laughs> is it it is it is kind of weird how you'll just be bringing up things, and next thing you know, you're yeah. 
You're on either a what social media doing? account. What are they doing, though? They're listening to us. <laughs> huh? uh, and, uh, hey, turn your phones off. Turn I, off, I, I hear you. Hey, look, I've done it. Uh, you know, I've even said it. And the next thing you know, you go online and there's an ad yeah, for weird. something you just mentioned. It's a little mentioned. scary, to be honest. Uh, hey, you don't want to know what's really scary? I'm disconnected. So we were in um, one of your big box stores, and Ooh, Terry, Terry and I were riding, uh, walking around looking at some different things, and we were just bringing up items that we might need, okay? And we get in the car, and those items are on. Uh, just walking You're through the store. I am not. I am not. Look at me. Look, it's not, I am it's not. not that far along. Okay, bring up something to see. <laughs> Talk about it. Talk about how you want something. Like you're in the market for something. Do it, and let's see what happens. Ready, go. I'm not, I'm not. Speaking of the big box stores, <laughs> do y'all ever the the cameras that I mean the the video screens that they'll have in certain sections where it says recording mm-hmm. and you can see you? Do y'all ever like make faces and stuff? Oh, every those? time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get frustrated because it always you turn the, and it goes the opposite way you think yeah. it's going to. I got you know? frustrated. The Are you other bothered day. by it because you can't steal anything? Well, no, I got frustrated yeah, the other day mad? because I couldn't. They, they were telling Five me. Five finger discount. They were telling me that, hey, hey they, we, we have it. We have it right here. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be on this aisle. Yeah. And I couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find a soul to help me. So I started Did talking say, to the Somebody monitor. Help Hey, guys, I've been standing here for 10 minutes. Somebody help me. I've went over there and asked so-and-so to come over here. I mean, I'm just talking to them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if anybody's even watching that. Wow. Probably not. I'll tell you what I've been noticing, too. It, you don't notice much, certain towns. Uh, we're putting cameras up at all the intersections. Yes. I get that. I don't really like it, but I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they have got flashing blue lights on top of them that constantly flash. It'll distract you. Why do they do That's what I'm saying. I don't Why? know. What is the purpose? I think it's probably is just to let you know go, it's there. Huh? Yeah, it's hey, just to let you know it's there. Easy. It easy. may just be the, the power. It shows you the power zone no, for no, the people there's that. There's no reason for that. No, what I'm saying is the people that are controlling it. Yeah, but you're know saying Hey, what's no, wrong with that? What's wrong with their camera? Okay, well, just yeah. a light Lane. on then. We'll yeah. just have a light on, not the light flash. It's, yeah. it's like a well, beacon. It's the like the police pulling you over. I don't know. Greg, don't get mad at me. I didn't create the product. I did not create the product. I'm going to run right in the back of somebody looking at one. That's what's going to happen. Is that what you're going to tell them when you hit somebody? Yep. It wouldn't have been for that camera. And they also do these things. They'll yeah. put like in parking lots at, at like malls and stuff. They'll have these these towers that go up, and they have a blue light in it flashing. It's like seen a that booth. too. Yeah, that's and a there's weird no one deal. in it. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. I don't know. I don't know. It's about this blue light flashing. Back to voices, y'all making fun of me on on like. Oh, so that's your voice for today. I understand. Do we have somebody in trouble? Yeah, because Pat, of you know, we, here comes apologize again. I don't think he has yet. But you know how like when people call, or I'm just using that as an example. And or just you've you have been around somebody with an accent and you uncontrollably speak back to them in that yes. accent yeah, yes all I the have. time yeah well I think that's what happened here there was a guy that had a lisp you know when you talk kind of like this Greg Greg and, we know uh, what a lisp is and, and we're about you to get know, called into the office Greg <laughs> no but I'm saying he was describing what he does you for don't a have living to do it. and instead of saying I see Pat Sajak said I see he did it on purpose yeah and uh, and people are wearing of course I again I say people. Bob on Twitter says, you know, just anonymous. Yeah, who people. cares? Does anyone Goodness. else notice Pat Sajak made fun of the contestant on the Wheel See, of Fortune tonight? Come on. But I, I I think it may have been. He was probably A, maybe going for the laugh, or we've done it. You you sometimes when someone says something, you talk back to them either with their accent or their speech impediment. Yeah. And yeah. of course the guy won about twelve grand on there. I bet he got over it. Th- 
Okay, <laughs> so you do you do it all that's the time. I'm saying you do it all. Well, the does time. that bad? So you have a lisp. That's not a big deal. So yeah. what? We make fun of each I know people that have lisp. That don't make them bad people. You know, we used to we used to be it's able fine. to have fun you with each other. Little kids, Ellis has got a lisp. When he talks, they're cute as they can be when they're little. Of course, it's different when you're forty. But I Amanda Amanda will mix up some words in once while. You don't. She will. <laughs> let me get this straight. She'll do W instead of R, like Wed Wawet. Okay. Yeah, that kind of thing. Really? Yeah. She, like, when she was to, little. I had to go to a like, broom closet. She's she's work on my Basically, come at her once in a while. You sounded like this guy does. I couldn't say Massachusetts. Okay, that's what that's what this uh-huh. guy did in Pat Sajak. He, he, he just did it just because he's – Look, it's like we do. It's just human guys, nature. We used to be able to. I, I wouldn't even call I it. I wouldn't even call it making fun. Who of each cares? Other. We what, used to be able to have fun with each other. If and I had cut a lisp, up a little bit, I truly wouldn't care if you if you said it back. Say that again. A lisp. <laughs> if you wouldn't. I mean, if I had a lisp. I mean, I know Buddy Hinton on Brady Bunch made yeah. fun of Cindy, and Peter had to fight him. I saw that whole episode. And we all love. When it. is America going to stop worrying about what George thinks on Twitter? That's my point. Good it like, Lord, it who like, cares? And I'm not saying that the press, if I'm a reporter, it gives me you know, but at least somebody in the. Uh, but George from George from Washington said, "Well, we for all we know, he's a, a complete idiot. How do we know?" <laughs> You know, yeah, we don't know what George from Washington is like and it, what his opinion. He may have dumb opinions about all kinds of probably stuff. does. Most everybody but out there wh- posting and who decides does. the ones we pick, right? I'm going with this one. M- one of them is MC Quibaga. Thanks for making fun of people with lisp on tonight's show. You arrogant, overpaid jerk, Pat Sajak. Quit now. Maybe if you grew up with a speech impediment, you'd understand. So now they want him to quit. Well, this person does. I'm saying See, they. that's ridiculous. But, but guys, we make fun of it. They actually cave to any type of pressure. Big companies do. They yeah. cave. They care if Joe from Washington. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll oh, Joe from Washington is offended. We better do something about this. So, so Terry, I've noticed will land on Wheel of Fortune, and I can't I believe can't stand it. that. Show. I can't yeah. either. And it was on last night. I like I went, Pat, but I don't. And I was like, like so you're so you're watching this, I'd and she she was so proud. Show. She like. She picked one of, uh, of, and I, I, I just, I don't get into that. But I do don't. I think, never have. Do you think that Pat Sajak was being funny, no. or he did that? What we do when you accidentally go back and talk like a person? I think he was going for the laugh. I do. Yeah, I, I don't. Here's where I'm at. Either way, I don't care, and I, it, shouldn't oh, I don't be a, it shouldn't be a big deal. It didn't bother that guy. If Pat Sajak was sitting there, and I was describing what I do for a living, and he go, "Hey, and I like the widow's peak." <laughs> Exactly. I would like that. Is that how you do it? Say Jack did that. It made fun of me. Guys, we do that for five hours a day on this show. We make fun of each other. People need a lot now. Let's say he made fun of my accent. That's fine. You make fun of your what? Accent. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us as we start another hour. And we start this hour with the National Anthem. Whose broad stripes 
Kickoff hour is done. It's put up for another day. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler providing the kickoff hour for you along the Rick and Bubba Radio Network, our podcast archives live and archived on YouTube, uh, live on our TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, however you get the Rick and Bubba content. We're glad you're here, whether you're enjoying it live or on your own time. Uh, the train keeps rolling. We'll break down the stories of the day. We'll take your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. A wheel of meat may spin on the program today. Don't forget, teachers, if you're listening, Rick and Bubba's world's largest classroom coming up next Tuesday. Uh, we'll be reading Green Eggs and Ham. We've done that many years for Read Across America and Dr. Seuss's birthday. If you want your class participating, uh, you can uh, have it in your, in your class live or archive. but we want to know that you're there. Uh, so fill out our little uh, questionnaire there so we can include your classroom when we list uh, the classrooms that are involved in Rick and Bubba's world's largest classroom. So we hope you'll join us coming up on March 2nd. All the details are at rickandbubba.com under upcoming events. Look right here. Uh, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice. Professional lunch eaters, man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! How about it, Bubba? How about you, Rick Burgess, friends, neighbors, and associates? Something wrong with the world today. I don't know what it is. Something's wrong with her eyes We're seeing things in a different way And God knows it ain't his It sure ain't no surprise What is it, boys? We're living on the edge
Yes, we are. Yeah, buddy. Yes, we are. So, Bubba, how are you today? I am dandy. How are you, sir? Well, you know, up and moving. Uh, we we've got uh, um, things to <laughs> unpack today. I'm I'm trying to figure out, you know, the uh, to follow the 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 stories and the headlines of the day, or, or you know, it's not an easy task uh, to yeah. try to keep up with what's going on. So, you know, you do your best, and you think to yourself. At the end of it all, what's for lunch today? That's right. When all else fails, right. when is the lunch bell? Yeah, That's I, what I always like to say. So we, we do have some things that we want to uncover. Um, I think uh, the story today that I, that we were looking at a number of them that we'll work through, and we'll, we'll pick up some things you want to talk about on the phone calls as well, but I think we all can agree that if we have a headline today that says New York dad to be killed and gender reveal explosion, See this this is this is human nature. We 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 have to one up. We have to one up the next person. Um if if we're now killing people in gender reveals, can I tell everybody and I think I have to say this a lot these days. Hey, tap the brakes. I mean, let, let, let's let's it's not that it's not that important. I mean, uh how about this? Uh, send it, how about send everybody a card? Uh, Rick, Rick balloons always work well. Balloons yeah. are great. Colors on the inside of a cake. Uh, just uh, send everybody a picture of the uh, sonogram and yeah. put underneath it, it's a girl, it's a boy. It. Put it out on social media. Just tell everybody to go look. Uh, I, I see what it is. I saw somebody do this, and I saw when we started dealing with gender gender reveals should never have an the equal mark. You know where it says equals explosions. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't I think agree. those two. I don't think those things sh- should. Have well, now you got you got a kid that's not going to have a dad. <laughs> we we we. I mean, we killed, is it worth that? We killed the dad and injured the brother, and he was prepa- he was preparing uh, the reveal, so he was working on what was going to explode, and it went off and killed him and really injured his brother. I, I just don't know that explosives are needed Mm-mm. at these events. No. I, you know, Look, yeah. I, uh, anything, not, anything greater than popping a balloon with powder in mm-hmm. it, and I yeah. think I'd be careful. And like we said, don't be shooting anything because no. that started a no. wildfire. Yeah, we burned a whole ago. area down. <clears throat> uh, I'd like to know I'd like to know what the Robin Hood Diner is. Is that his family's <laughs> sure. business? Yeah, they mm-hmm. own that. Cause they, we, they sounds put, good. They let everybody know uh, – uh, that they were saddened and must inform all of us the loss of their dear and beloved Christopher. Uh, we appreciate the overwhelming display of love and support that you have shown. The Robin Hood will be closed mm. for the immediate future. Wow. Um, so I guess he and his brother were out there trying to set up this explosion uh, for the gender reveal, and, and it killed one and injured the other. And it killed, as you just said, Bubba, on a gender reveal, we made this very, th- this child, we're trying to tell her by the gender of this child, we took his daddy out. Yeah, yeah. Well, her, hers. Which one was it? It just. Uh, it, we'll we'll cover that uh, a little later. That's uh, rethink those people. Um, we also have uh, several other things going on, Rick. We have uh, news uh, about Mike Lindell and My Pillow. They're that. in the news today. Uh, we have some amazing footage from the Perseverance uh, rover that uh, landed on Mars last week. A lot of that video has been transmitted back now. It's. Uh, it is uh, uh, just breathtaking to me what they can do and do it at such a distance. And we'll, we'll look at that. Attorney General uh, nominee Merrick Garland uh, was on Capitol Hill, and uh, he, he said some things. He's kind of a controversial character anyway, but he said some really bizarre things yesterday when it comes to domestic terrorism. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see that, no. Uh, I did see where Fauci said even with the mask and the vaccine, he wouldn't go to Mars. 
Right, right. Well, you know, <laughs> he ain't going. I, I, he's I out. think, I think Fauci. Ain't safe. I, you know, I want to give Fauci the benefit of the doubt. Fauci but I, fatigue. But he was uh, too mad. That's it. There, there's, there's still some things worrying me about him a little bit, and I definitely think there is a fear that he is headed to the world where he is not important anymore. Uh, yeah. So we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. I, I thought his thing about the restaurant and the vaccine was just bizarre. Yeah. Well, he's on the government gravy train, Rick. He's not worried about people getting out and making a living. I mean, his check's still coming. If you cut his check, I think you'll see a different perspective. Yeah, that always makes That's a difference. where we need to cut first, the government. You ever heard the term skin in the game? Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Apologies there. I realized we were we were over and had some kind of computer situation. Uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Uh, Want to make you aware. Uh, pay attention if you're listening to us on ninety six one out of Starkville, Mississippi, or you're listening to us on I ninety two WLWI this weekend. A couple of uh, events involving themanchurch.com. I'll be representing the show speaking Friday night at the Men of Valor event. Fairview Baptist Church in Columbus, Mississippi. Now, Friday night is a free event, but uh, because of the spacing and all that, you do need to fill out something uh, to say, hey, I'm getting that seat. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. But there's a link there uh, at rickandbubba.com under that event uh, provided by Fairview Baptist Church, or you can just contact them so that they know that you're coming. And we're about half full for Friday night, so there is room for you. And I'd love to see you there in Columbus, Mississippi, the home of 96.1. Saturday night, uh, this is um, at Eastern, Eastern Hills Baptist Church is hosting Becoming a Man of God uh, God event at the Renaissance Hotel and Convention Center. They're going to have you know ATVs there, and they're going to have all kinds of booths set up, almost like a little mini outdoor expo slash uh, men's event. Now, that does require a ticket, uh, and those are available. You can get them right now by going to rickandbubba.com under events and use the links that we have provided there or you can get them at the door coming up this Saturday night at uh, the Renaissance Hotel and Convention Center in downtown Montgomery. So Columbus, Mississippi, Friday night, Montgomery, Alabama, Saturday night. Tickets are available to both. Friday night is free. Saturday night is a $10 ticket, and they are still available for both events. Just simply check rickandbubba.com under events, and I look forward to seeing all the men who will be attending. Thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service. At O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. All right, so I know, Bubba, you're excited about the footage for that has come in. Unreal. Unreal. Oh, for the Mars. Mars Rover. Mars Rover. Rover me. Now, Bubba, did you tell me we've got about three minutes worth of footage and we audio? Do. We do, but let, let me set this up a little bit. Okay. Uh, the Perseverance Rover has traveled two, 239 million miles. Unbelievable. Rick, it had to endure 12,000-degree temperatures on reentry as it slowed down from going uh, at remarkable speeds to, to, to sitting still in, in a mere few minutes. Um, and we, we got video back. It takes a little time to uplink this video because of the distance and the size, but uh, I'm going to have to give NASA props on some really good high-def video here. And what they've done, they've edited together different cameras so you see it happening at the same time. You also hear the calls coming from the NASA control room. But, Rick, to send 
a piece of equipment that far and successfully landed is uh, is amazing. And they use uh, what they call a sky crane maneuver, where this thing comes and its protective cover falls off, and and they basically have a rocket powered thing come down to uh, you know like forty or fifty foot off the ground and and drop the actual rover down and land it, and then it cuts loose and flies off. So it, it's really an amazing way to 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 get a piece of equipment that far and to set it down gently on the surface. So, Adler, if you've got uh, we'll this, check this out. And to roll over to give the radar a better look at the ground. Here we go. Applicate indicate shoot deploy. How about a parachute? The navigation has confirmed that the parachute has deployed, and we are seeing significant deceleration. In the velocity, our current velocity is 440 meters per second at an altitude of about 12 kilometers from the surface of Mars. Heat shield set. Perseverance is now slowed to subsonic speeds, and the heat shield has been separated. This allows both the radar and the cameras to get their first look at the surface. Current velocity is 145 meters per second at an altitude of about 10 km, nine and a half kilometers above the surface. I wish they wouldn't use the metric system. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a little confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. America said no the metric system. I know. I'd rather mm-hmm. know miles. I mean, I would say, I you remember when they tried to convert us? Yeah, we, I was we in did, like the eighth said, grade. We just yeah. said no, remember? We just said yeah. yeah. we ain't going to do it. All right, so look. There's Mars, guys. I mean, do y'all realize we're looking at Mars? I mean, no. Greg, like net filter oh. converged. Velocity solution, 3.3 meters per second. Altitude, 7.4 kilometers. Now we're has radar lock on the ground. Now. Current velocity is about 100 meters per second. 6.6 kilometers of the surface of Mars. Just one time, I'd like him to sound like Gary. President is continuing to descend on the parachute. We are coming up on never the guy. initialization mm-hmm. of terrain relative navigation and subsequently the priming of the landing engines. Our current velocity is about 90 meters per second mm-hmm. at oh an boy. altitude of 4.2 kilometers. Stay down to four. Really Greg, coming you, on down. Where do you think they're filming this, Greg? Oh, this is, so, uh, we have confirmation CG. that the Red lander Rocks. vision system has Red produced Rocks. a valid oh, solution. And part of terrain relative navigation. Arizona. Priming. New Mexico. We have priming of the landing engines. A crater. How about mm-hmm. having to adjust to with something on a parachute? That shell set. Current velocity is nine, nine. 83 meters per second at about 2.6 kilometers from the surface of Mars. Hey, let us know what's confirmation that. that the back shell has separated. We are currently performing mm. the divert maneuver. Current velocity is about 75 meters per second mm. at an altitude of about a kilometer off the surface of Mars. Coming on in. 50 Bravo. Hey, she's about to land. We have completed our terrain relative navigation. <laughs> Look, a dollar general. Speed is about 30 <laughs> meters per second, altitude about 300 meters. I saw that video yesterday. That footage is funny. <laughs> dollar general. We have started our constant velocity. Accordion, which oh, means wow. we are conducting the sky crane. Look at that. Look at the sand the moving out or whatever maneuver. that is. Dirt. Yeah. And see, there's the rover sky dropping from the rocket engine part, the sky crane part. About 20 yeah. meters off the surface. And as soon as it hits the surface, it's going to eject that that rocket that's holding it up with a cable. Where does it go? Just out in space? It crashes. From crashes on Mars. Tango Delta. Touchdown confirmed. There it goes. Perseverance safely on the surface of Mars. Wow. Ready to begin seeking the sands of past oh. life. Greg? Hey. Look at that bunch. <laughs> Pretty smart crew. They really yeah, are. Smart. They really are. They look exactly like you thought they would, even with masks on. <laughs> probably the most not probably not the most captivating to have lunch with. <laughs> <laughs>
But I'll tell you what, they're brilliant. <laughs> well, it depends on what you're talking about. <laughs> right. uh, how long? How long a trip is it to Mars from here? How oh, long is that? Six take? nine months. Oh, it yeah. They launched yeah. Uh, early last year, I guess. So it's it's six nine months easy. Yeah. Mm. Long time. So it's a, you better pack a little extra. How about if you're listening to our show on Mars, we start at 11 minutes after the hour. I mean, it takes that Probably long not a lot to get of listeners there. there. You, know? Yeah. Huh? you know, I think we're big there. I love it. Great tuning app. Something. There, there's several. <laughs> there's several things about that. Of course, they're going to explore. There's so many things we can learn about our planet by going back and looking at Mars because it hasn't been disturbed, obviously, over time. And uh, I think we're going we're gonna to learn a lot about the uh, evolution of our planet. But again, when you look and you see, it's kind of like when the astronauts, to me, were on the moon and they called it magnificent desolation. Yeah. It, everything we find out in the solar system looks exactly like that except this place. Yep. So that makes this place pretty special. It does. You just look at it, even the shots from space, and you look at that blue marble, man, it's a whole different game. It's a different game. Almost like it's designed. I know. Like somebody took special care with this one. Right. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes oh, past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big is the number. All right, so I mean, we'll we'll, we'll be talking about it again today uh, because you're looking at some of the stories out there, including the one uh, in our own home city uh, about the UAB professor and and is in trouble with her employer for you know things she said on Twitter about Rush Limbaugh's earthly death. And, um, you know, the, the discussion about big tech, they decide what they think is free speech, what's not free speech, big tech this, big tech that. Well, now more than ever, uh, you need to be protecting your IP address um, because, you you know, you, you may not know how this works, but we've talked about it pretty openly on the show. Uh, it may be free to use Twitter and it may be free to use Facebook and all this, but, you know, these people seem to have a tremendous amount of money. Uh, well, the reason why they do is that they take your information and they sell it off to people, and that's how they make uh, most of their money. Uh, and if you think that what you're doing online is none of their business, then I would go to expressvpn.com slash Bubba. Um, and, and if you do, they'll make sure your online presence is anonymous by hiding your IP address. Uh, that makes your activity more difficult to trace and to sell to advertisers. Uh, what's more, they encrypt 100% of your data to protect you from the eavesdroppers on your network. Uh, and the app couldn't be easier to use. Even I can use it. Just uh, tap one button on your phone or your computer, and then you're going to be protected. Uh, if you would like to use our URL, we're going to get you an extra three months of protection at no charge on a one-year package. So go to expressvpn.com slash Bubba. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Bubba for that extra three months for free on a one-year package. Uh, also, you'll find their link that takes you right where you need to be at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Uh, and, and speaking of that, you know, we're watching that um, that story out of uh, UAB there in Birmingham or here in Birmingham for us, um, and you're starting to see uh, phrases being used for this professor that was part of a lot of leftists that decided that they would show us how um, how loving they are and, and how uh, they want us all to get along. All we are saying is give peace a chance. All we need is love. Love, love is all we need. 
Uh, but again, they get quite vicious if you disagree with them. And uh, I'm seeing the lawyer for the uh, professor, Greg, was telling me now is trying to say, well, look, this is protected by free speech. Well, I mean, yeah, but um, and and I don't really have a problem with that as far as out here in the in society. But you do have rules you have to follow by your private employer. Yeah, uh, the uh, well, you know the Constitution really restricts the federal government. Uh, it doesn't keep up private agreements, right. and a lot of times your uh, employment agreement would say that uh, you are not going to put out anything that would uh, bring negative attention or. You may, some of them may even have uh, clauses in there where you can't be on social media at all. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what her uh, contract is or his. Is it he or her? I don't know. It's a her. her. Yeah. Yeah. Professor at UAB. But, and, but and, even with the right to do that, uh, I think the real – to me, the real sad part of this is not a constitutional argument about what somebody can say about it, somebody died or not. But it's just should you say that kind of thing? I mean, you, you don't have to like people uh, – you don't prefer their politics, uh, whatever. But I think there's some common decency that has been lost in our society right now. You think? Yeah, uh, I do. Mm-hmm. So common decency. Yeah, their yeah. argument here said it was not something that was said in the classroom. It wasn't geared or des- designated towards a particular student or community. It was a private thoughts about another private individual. Well, and you said it in the break, Greg, and I agree with Th- you. But- that's fine, but if they have an, a work agreement right. where They're they right. can't do that, you can't do exactly. that. The, the First Amendment does not override a private contract. Yeah, you True. could you could be sitting here, at, you know, working for our company and say, "Well, I have every right to get on social media and trash Rick and Bubba." Well, you do, but you don't have a right to work here anymore. Right, uh, right. and and so that that's the <laughs> yeah that is that you go out there and you be sure and, and and you 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 take the the flag and you drape yourself in it, but you're not working here anymore uh, because you you've now offended the employer that says uh, you know you 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 can't go out and and uh, be say detrimental things about our company and and just continue to work here. Uh, th- this would fall under look here at the university. We don't really want to get in all this, and we don't want you doing that. But back to the I think the bigger that affects the rest of us is back to this concern about these tech companies again, is the inconsistency of trashing Rush Limbaugh and, and being glad he's dead is fine. Uh, but if it were a liberal commentator and people were saying mean things on, on Twitter, they probably would take them off. They'd remove, exactly. their, they'd remove their account. The Foundation for Individual Rights and in Education, which advocates free speech protections on college campuses, they put out a statement saying UAB should back off uh, constitutionally protected speech, the same group wouldn't back a person who said if it was a different person they were saying this about. Correct. Maybe somebody that's a minority. Even though you didn't point out nothing about their eth- ethnicity, but you were just talking about their political beliefs, they would not back them. There's well, no way. Do they, yeah. do they back people who come to speak <clears throat> at college campuses and uh, and the crowd tries to to hush them up? No. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we had a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. and you know, would they she protect w- Ann Coulter if no. she wanted to? Come and give a speech at UAB. Well, Absolutely let's go. Let's not. go back to the one that <laughs> is the unspeakable. What, what What if Charlie Kirk rolled up and said, "I'm coming to speak at UAB"? Yeah, and uh, and, be good. and everybody started going crazy and talking about how horrible he was and all that. Yeah, when and the professor started saying Charlie Kirk is evil. Would this same bunch Greg just mentioned jump in and say they got the constitutional right to say that if they want to? No, no, they wouldn't. They 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 use the Constitution when it is a, a good club for them to hit somebody over the head mm-hmm. with. Yeah, that's I, the only time they're worried about the Constitution. So yeah. you know, if some if, if they got came in and said something uh you know about um that you got a professor with say barack obama was still in power and you got a professor that's just i mean 
is trashing him one way or the other, they wouldn't. They'd have a different view. Well, just yeah. cut and paste what she said and put it on somebody else. Well, and then what, see how fair. What it she is. said, she didn't hold back. No, no. Wow. No, she didn't at all. Well, um, and you well, know, in again. September of last year, she went after Trump supporters uh, about Ruth Bader Ginsburg's uh, passing, saying that she was tougher than any Trump supporter, uh, boot licking uh, Trump supporter could ever dream of. Well, what, what? So she went there, and then the university said, "Well." You know, that reflects poor judgments, but she doesn't represent our opinion at the university. And then she does this again. Now give us her quote on Rush Limbaugh. It's a doozy. When a terrible piece of scum who caused immeasurable harm to millions dies, there's no sympathy, she tweeted. Only uh, desire that they suffered until their last breath. So let me ask you this. (laughs) Okay, what if someone said that about, say, if, if, you know, God forbid, Barack Obama passed one day? Then they didn't agree with him politically. That was all based on politics, and they said the same thing. What do you think? Well, well she, let's let's look more apples to apples here with Ruth Bader Ginsburg that passed. True. Okay, so Rush Limbaugh has never physically harmed anybody, or he would have been brought up on charges. He's never slugged anybody. What he did is he talked. He used words. He expressed his opinion. And the reason he was popular is because it reflected the opinion of a lot of other people who may not have felt like their voice was being heard, and he was their spokesperson. That's why he was popular. He, he hasn't broken any laws. He hasn't gone out and clubbed anybody over the head with a stick that we know of. He only used words to talk about things. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she never went out and physically did anything, but some of her court rulings allowed great physical harm to people but you didn't see anybody that i'm aware of and if they did i would say you're totally out of line to do that talk about her death in the same way now am i glad that ruth bader ginsburg is not still on the court making decisions i don't agree with absolutely i'm i'm glad she is not there but i didn't wish death on her or suffering and suffering Mm -hmm. and i certainly don't wish it now uh, I have respect for her in that other people that share my views, like Judge Scalia, was a friend of hers. So there was some, even though I don't know her, I respect his opinion of her personally. Don't agree with her politics. We can disagree on that. Yeah, exactly. But I don't get on here and wish that she's burning in no, hell and everything else at these people because they don't have decency. Now, this lady, I don't know her. I'm sure she's got degrees all over the wall, but she's not a very good, smart person. And, she and, likes wisdom. And she likes Amen. a lot of wit. She has a lot of knowledge, but she doesn't have any wisdom. That's right. And, you know, I would say she needs to grow up. She needs to mature because we can disagree on politics, okay? But we have got to understand we're all in this, we're all on this blue marble we were talking about together. We got to show a little decency to each other. And she used terrible judgment in that. Well, and, but, and if you listen to the point you and Greg both are making, if you listen, I don't think you should do it at all, but I, I I wouldn't. It wouldn't be a big deal to me if somebody came out and said, and I know it is some people. It really wouldn't be to me. Somebody say never liked him. He's gone. Glad I don't have to hear him anymore. Okay, f- fine with that. But see, fine. The, but see, fair. That, but that's hey, a fair. But they don't do that. Listen to how evil oh, and yeah. mean and twisted. And she's not the only one. That's when you're talking, over. when you're talking, I mean, I want you to suffer. I want you to this. I want. I, I'm glad guys, you live long enough to get cancer and die. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, I mean, the, what kind these of are hate? these are statements that reveal a really dark side of humanity that we really should should be concerned about. Just out of uh, 
Yeah. Just just if we want to be you know human beings and not animals kind mm-hmm. of thing. Exactly. I mean that's a that's a that's a like I got to twist it in. I got to I got to I got to go deeper. I, yeah. I got to be wicked about it. So if to Bubba's point, somebody would have been a professor at UAB, I doubt this bunch would run to them if they said, and I won't even get as bad as they could get. Ruth Bader Ginsburg's rulings led to the death of this many people right, which, uh, in, in the womb, and so I'm glad she's suffering. I'm glad she's dead. I hope she was suffering all the way to her final end because of the damage she did to unborn babies. No one would allow that to happen, mm-hmm. and, and no one would allow Whenever that to go on. And and, and and you know what? If I was at the university, I would say, hey, there's no place for that. Yeah. Right. I mean, and I know, you know she, she, worked exactly. in the, she worked in the Department of Anthropology, but even I, th- I just think it's ironic that she works at a worldwide premier cancer-fighting center, and she <laughs> says that someone died of cancer. And she's glad of it. You know, so hopefully, hopefully they suffer to the end. I just think that's messed up. Yeah, the, well, that was one of the things brought up earlier. They said, you know, UAB's um, cancer treatment, well, you really picked her. And, uh, and she needs to go. Uh, 14 minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. to the top of the hour. Harry Murdahl saddles in and is ready for us uh, to talk to you at 866-WE-BE-BIG. 30 seconds a pop, the largest number of people in the shortest amount of time. We have 10 lines available. And when uh, we, we started doing this many years ago when we were getting a lot of emails going, I can't ever get through, and I tried to talk about this, and I couldn't get there. So the phone troll was invented, and then when we, when we built the broadcast plaza and teleport, we said, give us 10 lines. We want a bigger sample of people, uh, and then we'll use the phone troll on that big sample to get through the calls quicker and get more people on. So now is your time to reach us at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available right now, so if you start dialing, you will get in. Uh, teachers, don't forget uh, Rick and Bubba's world's largest classroom is coming up Tuesday. Uh, you need to make a note of that. Uh, if you would like to join us, um, you just uh, go to rickandbubba.com under Upcoming Events. Uh, you'll see uh, all the information there. You, you, we need you to fill out. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, there's nothing you really have to do. And you can be with us live or you can uh, watch it on an archive, uh, whichever works better uh, for you. But we do want you to be included in Rick and Bubba's world's largest classroom. Uh, all right, so to the phones we go, 866-WE-BE-BIG, uh, 30 seconds a pop. Um, all right, we'll start here. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phone to trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone, phone trolling. Troll. Hey, you're on the Rick and Bubba show. You got 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Uh, Lance, go ahead, buddy. Lance and Fort Payne. Yeah, Lance and Fort Payne. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah, no, they didn't. They didn't even ask my name or anything. My bad, guys. Okay. Uh, real quick, did you guys hear uh, Joe Biden have a word slip yesterday uh, involving a derogatory word towards one race? Uh, it's what wasn't very uh, publicized. Uh, started with a uh, letter. Started with a word with a uh, N. And uh, really, you know, need to see y'all to look it up. Oh yeah, it, it was word slip, and it was an accident. But uh, he definitely said. All right, wait a minute. Right, hang, hang on, just a minute. When you say word slip, he was trying to say another word, and it sounded it a, like that. It was a misspeak. He tried to say eager. Oh. <laughs> 
Mm. Mm. Oh, wow, really? Well, I Big mean, miss. Yeah, yeah, you got to, boy, tell you talk about <laughs> Good night. To Michael in Gadsden, uh, Z93. Michael, 30 seconds. Go ahead, buddy. Yes, sir. I was just wondering, um, what exactly are y'all's thoughts on the Keystone Pipeline shutdown? Uh, well, we, we, we're against it. We're, we're pro Keystone Pipeline people. Uh, we, we like, uh, you know, having, um, access to the energy that we have inside our own country. We like how it affects the economy. We like how it affects the, the consumer. We like the jobs that it creates and to shut it down. We think is idiotic. Yes, sir. Um, and, and here's the thing. If you, even if you think limiting petroleum coming in is somehow going to save the planet, <laughs> which, by the way, 60% of each barrel goes to plastics. We still have to have that for medical stuff. I, I don't know if you've heard we I, need shots out there. I hope people are listening to you on that because uh, I, I think in our minds we just see big black oil and we think right. it's just evil. And so like, you got orange man bad, you got black oil bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're shipping this, the oil in on railroad cars and trucks anyway. This was just going to, to help save money to do it. And make the price less. I hate all the people working on it because it was a big project, lost yep. their jobs. Right. But it's not stopping one barrel of oil from coming in. No. All you did is, makes is, it more is, is immediately unemploy a bunch of highly trained, well-paid union workers. And remember, the left's also the one saying, we're sick and tired of fighting wars over oil. We need we don't need to be dependent on, 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 on the Arab world. All it does is lead to war. <laughs> and so we're like, all right, we're going to do our own thing. Now you're killing the planet. Well, I mean, we, we better hope we find a lot of lithium here in Wyoming somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Marge, Rick and Bubba show, 30 seconds, go. Hey, good morning. Wasn't this uh, UAB professor, wasn't she the same one who did the drawings and put them out on Twitter or social media about how to properly pull down the Civil War monument? You know, I don't, I don't know, know. Uh, but, but the one in question has had – quite a history I, I don't know if it's the same one or not but she this is not the first time there's been an issue like yeah Helmsy's checking i've got an e- got i got an email earlier i guess in the week saying that that was the case but i have not confirmed that so i don't know harley in alabama harley 30 seconds come on green acres hey thanks for the call <laughs> obvious you didn't have a job with the pipeline go ahead just wondering uh how long until we see pack stadiums Till we're rubbing elbows, till we're not wearing masks. Mm. Uh, well, uh, I, I had a funny line, but I, I, I would have got people in a lot of trouble. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> you almost said it. But anyway, uh, probably according to you know, Doctor Sag says he thinks maybe this fall. We have yeah. uh, we have one doctor at Johns Hopkins says the pandemic will be over in April. We have another one at UAB that is agreeing with that. Um, it's going to vary depending on how many people get vaccinated and how quick and how many variants get out before we get everybody vaccinated. But I think a real goal is this fall we have football like we've always had it. And there's there's people thinking that is a that is a legitimate possibility if we we make certain steps because if we don't get we to, go back if we don't get the population vaccinated and we let it hang around we're going to get more variants and some of those are going to get outside our protection that we have with antibodies and the vaccine so we still need to to be very vigilant to get this done i, I wholeheartedly believe that greg in alabama greg welcome to the program 30 seconds go ahead 
Hey, Rick and Bubba, love you guys. Thanks, Long time listener. Thank you. Hey, uh, Bubba, r- run. Don't walk, don't crawl. Run as fast as you can to the nearest grocery store and buy Bluebell Mardi Gras King Cake Ice Cream. Have you tried that yet? Greg, this is not helping. <laughs> Greg, I don't, I don't believe I have tried no, that. Greg, what are you doing? Do you not know what we're trying to oh, do here? There's a new day. Bubba, Bubba. <laughs> no, Greg. But, Greg, listen, here's the thing. Say goodbye to I, ice cream friend. I don't even know what all's in that. And But, Sounded Rick, I'll tell good. you, I, I, don't, I don't like getting out there on the edge of uh, food flavors. You know, I have my basics. Right. Now, the ones I like, I really like. A right, lot, right? Uh, Bubba, a restaurant went and got ice cream for you because they knew you were coming. Well, <laughs> I, I just asked if they had it. That—that uh, that was their choice to do that, I, and I told them they didn't have to do. But that. you know how when you, you're fine. trying to straighten, I your had life. vanilla. I was all right. I remember when I was trying to get my life right, and somebody said, "You're gonna have to say goodbye to your drinking buddies. <laughs> you're gonna have to say goodbye to your ice cream buddies." Yeah. Well. To some degree, yeah. I just I, I can't have a giant bowl of it. It's got to be a little bowl if I'm going to have it. And it's got to be limited. <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Noise, and my radio ain't never been the same. It's a very funny thing how they make us laugh and sing. I'm so glad they proved all of those critics wrong. You got Rick and you got Bubba, man, there just ain't no other. From Alabama to the world, still going strong. Seven minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here today. Harry Murdahl taking phone calls, the number I just gave you. Uh, and remember, some of you, 866-WE-BE-BIG, you really, you got to really grab that. I'm shocked during the kickoff hour how many of you call my office. It's shocking. Uh, so um, I, I guess if you tell your phone to call the Rick and Bubba Show, it calls the the studio offices, uh, which uh, that will go to my phone first. Um, that um, I'd like to ask you all, too, as we bring Bubba back in. Hey, Bubsy. Uh, come back in. I want to ask you, and I asked Hamzy this, and I don't know if you ever talked to Super Tom or not. Um, our greeting message is grossly outdated on the, on the office thing. It's still telling you to, to, to do this for Don Juan and Ron Greenwood. Mm-hmm. So so does, does anybody know how to go back and do a new uh, uh, a new message when you call the office? I actually talked to Tom the day that we discussed this. Right. He said that he has no idea. <laughs> but, but, but I think I have a, I have a drawer back there that's full of 
Yeah, there used to be an instruction manual. There's an instruction manual somewhere. somewhere. But didn't we change I, companies? I'm going to find it. No, but I've got no, that. that no, I think I've got that, that instruction This is the phone uh, system itself. The system itself. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I, not the provider. I forget, I'm going to go look in the break. I forget how to do an all-call intercom yeah. over the building, and when I remember it, I'll go two or three oh, days doing jumps, <laughs> yeah. and then I, I know get Michael tired Scott. of it, and then I forget, and, and I don't do it anymore. <laughs> it's like it's like Michael Scott when he discovered it at the office. And he wouldn't leave it alone. So, yeah, we have a phone system here that How we How many ne- times do you think you heard, how about no? I mean, I mean, if you call our office phone right now, it, it, I mean, it's like, it's not just kind of outdated. It's, it's 12, 13 years outdated. Uh, I mean, it, well, it, it was it was right. new and state of the art at the time, yeah. and and it still works. Oh, but, I'm just talking uh, about the information that it is. Yeah, is, yeah is, we we need. It uh, does not feature the employment of Helmsley or Adler. Is it really not? Or, or Greg? Yeah. Really? No. Interesting. You redid it the last time because one of our interns did the initial one. Right. Yeah. And then you redid it. You don't remember how you redid it? Uh-uh. No idea. Do we know? We don't know what kind of phone yeah. system. Do you remember how you did it? Mm-mm. Did Tom punch you in something and you do it from the hand? No, no, I followed this instruction sheet. Yeah, I think where, I've got it. Wherever I, it is. I'm going to yeah. search for it. Yeah. But I mean, and because what I'd like to add to it now is are you, if you're trying to call the studio, the number is 866 We Be Big. Because people are, 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 I guess, that's the only way it could be. They're just telling their Siri yeah. to call the Rick and Bubba show, and it's just calling the, the, the office, office number. Yeah, right. the office right. number. And uh, so anyway. Uh, Bubba, we have this story, and I know on this program, if there's, if there's, an, if there's a story that is discussing uh, you know, anything to do with a couple of things, we'll always go to it. Now, we know D.B. Cooper. I mean, if there's a D.B. Cooper story, we're going to talk about it. Well, we still haven't yeah, got yeah, the, yeah. the final word in it. Any, I mean, that any, case is not closed. Any Bigfoot were there? Any, any, no matter how. Unsolved murders. We've uh, done Bigfoot stories that by the time you pack in, you realize it's not even a good Bigfoot story. Right, right. So any Bigfoot story we're drawn to. Aliens we're drawn to, to a certain well, yeah, extent, yeah. you know. And uh, so Lee Harvey Oswald is another one. The, the great conspiracy involving the Kennedy assassination, and, and there's a Lee Harvey Oswald story today. Well, there's an update, Rick. There's a new book out, and who wrote it gives it some credence. R. James Woosley, who ran the CIA from 93 to 95, makes a remarkable claim in the new book. It's called Operation Dragon, um, and it quotes foreign intelligence agents, uh, and really the, a lot of it is coming from the Warren Commission, which was the commission that investigated this murder, headed up by the chief justice at the time. And they're saying that these answers are in there and we're just not looking at it right, that they that the evidence needs to be revisited, that, that they've documented. Um, he's saying that Lee Harvey Oswald was the killer, and I think that's true. Yeah, I do too. I, I do too. I do too. Um, but he's saying that he was given the job by Nikita Khrushchev, the former head of the Soviet Union, and they had a plan to do it, but Khrushchev changed his mind and tried to call it off. But Lee Harvey Oswald was a wild card and went ahead and did it anyway. Now, what does that mean? Um First off, the, the only thing that makes me wonder how accurate this could be, since the, the fall of the Soviet Union, and we, we've seen documentaries on their agents and, and even the, this dealing with Kennedy, a couple of them said we did want to recruit Oswald, but after we talked to him, we realized he was a nut job and we didn't want anything to do with him. 
we thought he was actually a crazy U.S. spy sent here to infiltrate us. We didn't trust him. So we had nothing to do with him. So that would kind of counter go against this a little bit. But um, I don't know. I don't know. There, there's so many theories on this. Uh, it, I think probably it's one of the great unsolved mysteries of all time. I think when you start talking about the things you listed, Rick, Kennedy assassination's right at the top. It is. Um, and, and there's things involved. This is saying, look, it, it, the Russians were going to use him. He became a wild card. Which we've, we've always thought he was a little bit of a wild card. Uh, but you and I were discussing off the air, you know, there's things you have to figure out how he ended up getting the job in that perfect shooting position and, and then who was behind uh, routing the president's visit to Texas down that route where Lee Harvey Oswald has the perfect shot. Yeah, I think you can put all the other assassination side, the weeds, the high grass, push them aside. And I, I've been there. I've seen it. I've been on the, that floor. I've looked out the window right next to it because they have the one blocked off. It's an easy shot to make. Uh, Speedy, when he shot that 12-point deer, that was a much more difficult shot than what Lee Harvey Oswald had. So I, I don't doubt he could have done it from that position. I've looked out. I know it's an easy shot. But here is the key. When did Lee Harvey Oswald get a job in that building? And, and I don't know the answer to this. I'm just saying, I think when you boil all of it down, when did he get a job in that building? And who decided the parade route was going to go right by that building? You answer those two questions, and I think you've cut out 99% of this very complicated mystery, and you get some real answers. Yeah, and, uh, and, and the Russians, you know, we know with the, the Cuban Missile Crisis, uh, and you see this in this book, and then you, you this thing. Well, that, Rick, there was there was motive. Okay, yeah. we've talked about that. The Russians, the mob, the Cubans, the mob who the Kennedys turned on. They used their help to get elected in Chicago. We all that's first election that was stolen, by the way, and and that's widely accepted now by most historians on both sides of the aisle. It's, it, the, the CIA themselves that were double-crossed in the Bay of Pigs. So, I mean, you've got five or six groups that are very capable of pulling off an assassination lined up. I've always said if, if, if Oswald had missed, there was probably three more later down the parade route wanting to take a shot. So, But we put all that aside again. How did he get the job in that building? And even more so, and I think this is the key, who decided the parade route? Because I can have the best assassin in the world, but to get him in a position, get the president to drive by, and get the top down, that may have been a little bit of dumb luck, but who decided that parade route, I think, is the key to who is actually ultimately behind this. So this one, this is a new book, says that... It was the Russians that wanted it done, but they tried to call it off, and Oswald was a wild card and went on his own. We know Oswald was a good shot. He'd already shot at a general, tried to kill him, hit the window plane, splintered the bullet. It only wounded him. So he was loaded, ready to go. Who drove the car? Who got that car in front of him so he could shoot? We'll take your phone calls next. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, eight six six. We be big. 
30 seconds of pop, largest number of people, shortest amount of time, and Randy out of the great state of Alabama gets us started. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Get them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. All right, Randy, go ahead. 30 seconds, buddy. How are you? Doing well. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, buddy. A lady late in the show yesterday called about Stop Bleeding, one of the scriptures. Mm-hmm. It's Ezekiel 16.6. Yeah, I read that yesterday. I got I was sent that a lot. Uh, I, I didn't I, exactly. That, that's, a, that's a bit of a stretch. He's talking uh, to Israel about how God saw them in their newborn blood, and he said to live, and then he began to multiply them like plants. I'm not sure that's Correct. a stop. I'm not sure that's a it, stop bleeding verse. I mean, <laughs> it does work. I, I'd be careful messing with that kind of stuff. I, I, I don't. I don't. When you get into some kind of mantras and chants and using verses for certain things, I'd be real careful of that. Uh, I mean, are you saying that God is sovereign and maybe there's something going on with you bleeding and uh, He has a purpose for it or whatever the case is, and He's working Ooh. His plan? But if you go in there and and chant a certain Bible verse at Him from Ezekiel, He'll stop it. I don't know. Well, I'd, let, I'd, let be, I'd be real careful. With Adler, that can you put it up there again? Can you? What does it say exactly to do? Well, it doesn't. Or what is he referring it to? It doesn't. There well, you, that's, that's why, because I read it and I thought. Exactly. Well, I, I don't see how this could be, uh, how this tells you how to stop bleeding. Right? I mean, am I missing something no, here? It, Somebody it, help, because I'm not that smart. When I passed by you and saw you squirming in your newborn blood, I said to you while you were there in your blood, live. Yes, I said to you while you were there in your blood, live. I made you, Israel, multiply like plants which grow in the field. And you grew up and became tall, and you reached the age for wearing fine jewelry. And I won't say some of the other things it says about uh, certain parts of the body. Right. Uh, bottom line is it says uh, you, were, you, were, you were nothing, and I turned you into a mature uh, nation of people. Uh, and um, I, but I, I guess the way the original question was posed, that it was like some medical situation right i mean i don't I, look the, any, that's the way any, I anything it. down this road i i'm just telling you I, I i'm very uncomfortable with i want nothing to do with that uh let's go to molly in alabama molly 30 seconds go ahead yes green acres thank you for the call uh, go ahead mm-hmm. okay um 96 y'all were at 103.4 in gadston alabama or 0.7 not not 0.4 103.7 okay one of three point seven. Pardon me. It's been a long time. Since yes, it has. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, my son got to carry the torch in '96 because of y'all, and I just wanted to tell you he's on my mind this morning. He passed away in June. Oh, I'm so sorry. And I just wanted to tell y'all how much of a blessing that was to me. And- oh, thank, thank you so much, and I'm so sorry that. Uh, you're going through that, but th- that was during the. Uh, you, you, I guess you got a chance. Olympics. I guess you got a chance to win that. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that was uh, such a good moment for you, and that we're tied yeah. to it in some somewhat insignificant way. But right. I know it was much bigger that he got to do that, and uh, you remembering that, and it bringing yeah. you some joy. And That's, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That's awesome. Absolutely. Uh, Cheryl in Fort Jackson. Cheryl, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How are you? Hi. How are you? Good. Uh, good morning. Um, about a year ago, I was listening to your show, and I was driving to work, and I sat in the parking lot and waited and waited. It was with a guy that was talking about an artificial arm, and he was doing jokes, and he was so funny, and he was about to give the punchline because he was on the plane, and he fell asleep, and his arm slipped and went underneath the seat, and then it broke into the 7 o'clock news, 
and I never heard the end. But it was such a funny story, and I wanted to know if you guys remembered. I have no memory of that. Is it possible she was listening to the best of us on TuneIn? Maybe I don't. Now we, said, we've had a lot. She of, said it went to the news, so she was listening to a radio station. Yeah, we we've had a lot of comedians on over the years. Now uh, M- there's Mickey no Dean, telling. Mickey Dean has a funny one about um, a that's fake arm saying. on the on the flight. Well, that's it. On then. the flight. Yeah, but, but I don't remember Mickey. But I do somebody, not remember the punchline. Yeah, somebody they were looking for his arm, uh, the guy's arm or something, and somebody said, "Hey, here's one. Is it yours?" He goes, "I, I, I whose else would it be? We're looking for my arm or something." It was something like okay. that. It's an old I, Mickey Dean. Well, yeah, how story. did she hear that? that? See, now I'm more intrigued. No, no, I no. Don't know how she heard? She it. said she heard it long time ago. Oh. Yeah, probably when he yeah, first not told re- it. not currently. Yeah. And gracious. she doesn't re- she doesn't remember the punchline, and she wants to remember. It. All right, so now this is what I want to know: what has what. What spurred her to call on today after all these years Interesting. and find that out? But that's good. Also, I, it bothers me the fact we didn't pay attention to the clock and they went to a hard break and they, ne- and they never heard the, uh, <laughs> yeah. and they never yeah. heard the punchline. Or <laughs> Mickey just, just wasn't paying attention and <laughs> right. kept talking. Uh, we go to uh, – let's go to uh, Anonymous in the great state of Alabama. <laughs> Anonymous, go ahead. Hey, Anonymous. Hmm. Right, same topic. Hey, Bruce has got the same topic in Nashville. Bruce, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, guys. So I sincerely hope this story turns out to be fake news and it's just some disgruntled employee that's put something up. But if it's true, and if, I say if, I'm a lifelong Coke fan. I would drink nothing over, you know, I wouldn't drink Pepsi. I'd get nothing if they didn't have Coke. And if this turns out to be true, I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm not a boycott guy, but I believe in the free market. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm so tired of companies taking my business for granted and then mm-hmm. slapping me around and calling me names at the same time. And I know y'all are going to do a great job of unpacking this because you always do. But I just, I just don't know what else these companies expect. All right, well, tell us what it is, Bruce, because you got a timeout, <clears throat> thank the Lord, because you were away over 30 seconds. So what exactly are you talking about? So supposedly, and if, like I said, I always say if because with today's news you don't know, but there was a, a, a I guess it's a sensitivity training, yeah. and Coca-Cola was training their employees on how to be less white. And the things they detailed in this apparently slide presentation was uh, that, you know, children by the age of four or five are pretty much programmed to believe that being white is better in this country, okay. and they're telling people how not to do things. So let's just say all that's true. Okay, and again, I'm not – I don't make things about race. All these other people always make things about race, and I'm like, what? What are you talking about? All right, so, Bruce, so Bruce, let me yeah. – let me because uh, I'm, 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 I want to get to what we're actually talking about, and we're kind of running around a little bit. I'm holding a story in my hand. I saw Babylon B make fun of this, so I knew it might be a real story because they claim that part of the part of about Coca-Cola waking up on whiteness is they've ended vanilla Coke, uh, which is gold. <laughs> that is gold. Uh, but I, I hate to break your heart. I'm holding a story in my hand from the DailyMail.com. Coca-Cola is accused of reverse racism for telling U.S. employees to be less white. Staff are told it means being less oppressive, arrogant, and ignorant, and slides citing uh, uh, a white author. I don't know what that means. Uh, anyway, it says slides are from a resource video uploaded to Coca-Cola's LinkedIn learning platform, and now a disgruntled employee like you, Bruce, is not happy about it. Uh, the soft drink giant has confirmed that the clip is available to employees via its LinkedIn learning platform designed to help build an inclusive workplace. The company insists the video is not part of some kind of ongoing uh, long-term curriculum. So it's kind of like they're saying, yeah, it's kind of there, but it's not as bad as you- it's being made out. 
is what they're saying. Well, okay, so obviously they think that way at Coca-Cola. And Coca-Cola was a great American iconic invention. I mean, it, it, it's, you know, I've literally spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars over my life on this product. And I just can't do it anymore. Well, I, I can't, I uh, can't do it and support that kind of thing, and I'm just—that's not my nature. It's, well, I would say get all your facts though before you you go off on it, because a lot of this, all corporations are doing at some level just to protect themselves from liability. The slides appear from a series on their LinkedIn hosted video from Robin D'Angelo's book confronting racism. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is the number. Candidco.com slash Bubba. Are you unhappy with your smile? Are you thinking, I've always wanted to address this. It hurts my confidence, but I, you know, I don't really want to do the whole go to the orthodontist. I got to do these appointments. Well, you don't have to, to do that, and you don't have to be unhappy with your smile. You can have the best of both worlds. And thousands of people have used Candid Co. Uh, that's CandidCO.com slash Bubba. The clear, comfortable, removable, and practically invisible aligners to help straighten their teeth. For example, uh, we got a, a fan of ours that, uh, just like Bruce, who just called out of Nashville and had a wedding coming up, didn't, wasn't happy with, with his smile. And he said, I, I heard you guys talking about CandidCO.com slash Bubba. I did it. And you know what? I was there. By the time I got to my wedding, uh, my teeth look fantastic. It's easy and effective as your treatment is prescribed and closely monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement. Now, this is important because other companies use general dentists, and that's not really their expertise. Uh, CandidCO.com slash Bubba will only work with orthodontists because this is their this is their field. Uh, but you know what? They do it from the comfort of your own home. The average treatment is about six months, and you'll start seeing results way before then. Be your best. Start straightening your teeth today. Right now, you can save $75 on the starter kit, so don't put this off. Join us and start straightening your teeth today. Save $75 on the starter kit right now at candidco.com slash Bubba. Uh, Just use the code Bubba. That's candidco.com slash Bubba, and you can also find a link at rickandbubba.com. So to clarify what Bruce was talking about, and this is me quoting from Coca-Cola, so mm. there's there's no, you know, somebody said on this. Uh, they're saying that uh, they they are providing access to a video, meaning they're not forcing it. And the video, the slides appear to come from a series of of LinkedIn hosted videos titled "Confronting Racism" with Robin D'Angelo, one one of which is an 11 minute clip called "Understanding What It Means to Be White and Challenging What It Means to Be Racist." D'Angelo is a white academic and the author of the book White Fragility, uh, argues that even well-meaning white people are complicit in race, racist structures unless they actively work to be anti-racist, meaning white people have to work on it because it's part of our DNA. And uh, this is available for employees to watch, but Coca-Cola is saying that they're not forcing this curriculum on anyone, but they do offer it for people to educate themselves on their whiteness. 
Uh, and, and I assure you, Coca Cola is not the only company doing it. Oh no, no. Well, this is this is. I would say most all of them. This is this is of any size. This is a CYA. So if somebody comes and says the white folks here aren't treating me right. Coca Cola says, "Well, no, we had the. That's it. We got the series for them to. You know, we we're doing our part to try to help these white people understand. And uh, and uh, now I don't know that this is true or not, but Ben Shapiro s- says says this. So that's you'd have to listen to him. But he says that oh, Robin D'Angelo. Uh, and Greg used to talk about this when he worked for a big corporate company. Twenty thousand dollars a pop for you to put the video in there. Twenty grand per company that wants to CYA over whiteness. <laughs> See, there's a lot of opportunity out there. This is a great country. I mean, you you look at everybody being paranoid <laughs> paranoid about lawsuits. You got to tell you what. I'll come into your company. I'll do some video about whiteness. You can tell everybody you made everybody watch it. And I need twenty grand for this. But uh, uh, so you, being woke is big business. Oh, Bubba, big wokeness. There's a lot of product in woke in wokeville. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Well, I mean, you, you know, you want to be want to be sure nobody nobody comes after you on this. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can put my little video, my little LinkedIn video up, and mm-hmm. uh, of course now it's twenty grand. Uh, and uh, then you know I, my book can go into greater detail, yeah. which is also for sale. Uh, so, uh, so, so anyway, this is, uh, ching, 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 ching. uh, Robin, Robin D'Angelo. Well, well done. Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, keep in mind the person writing all this is also white. Yeah. Um, you know, in this political uh, correctness of a uh, world, what could we come up with as a staff? Like, what can we help with Bubba, at, yeah. at 20, 20 grand? A you know, like, do you remember the, um, do you remember the guide, uh, the workplace, um, the guy, the 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 seminars we had to go through, and we actually did on. It's actually a best of where we went through and and talked about what we had to sit through. Mm-hmm. To I mean, maybe we could, maybe we could travel around and offer something up virtually. Well, on maybe it, and we even brought this up in the kickoff hour. You know, a couple of days ago, the common sense guide to workplace. You know, like don't let things hurt your feelings. No, you think maybe it's that. No, that won't sell because that nobody no. wants that. What no, we you need, okay. you got to have a real firestorm issue. To well, what could we do? What do you think about this? Now, I don't know. I know there's been maybe some some there's some been some attempts to this, mm-hmm. but I don't think it just there's something about hurting fat people's feelings. You just can't get any ground with that. Yeah, you know, we we've tried to talk about it where people feel self conscious about their weight, and mm-hmm. you know, you got to stop making fat jokes, and that just doesn't seem to have the pop. But I just thought maybe we could go to to big time corporations and say, "Do people of weight at your company feel bad? Uh, are you aware of how you make them feel?" Well, we, okay. me, we being people of weight, would like to <laughs> offer a seminar on how your company could make people of weight feel more comfortable. There you go at your workplace. Now, most of us, because we're overweight, aren't comfortable uh, in our own clothing because it doesn't fit right. Mm-hmm. But but so what we'll try to do is we'll come in and we'll talk about the life. Of, of trying to see your company through the eyes of fat people. And, okay. and then we lay out, you know, things. Now, keep in mind, the master of all this, and I haven't read Robin D'Angelo's book because I'm going to go ahead and try to muster through, you know, my, my <laughs> obstacles of whiteness and uh, and try to pe- pe- treat people the way Scripture tells me to treat them or the way my mom said. But but, yeah. what, but what I'm saying, that's the master of most of, of this is these people, and Tony Robbins was the best I've ever seen. Uh, these motivational speakers and these uh, really they're telling you things back to your original point. they really are just common decency that, that you should have been taught by your parents. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, and I mean, I, I've listened to some of these, man, this guy, man, this guy, <laughs> and I've never, I've never heard one motivational speaker, not one say anything I didn't already know. Never. It's, it's just, it's just because of the way he or she said it at the conference, I guess, you know, I, I've never, 
I mean, I'm I'm talking about people that I even like have still never said anything to me that I didn't already know mm-hmm. because I was kind of raised on, you know, a, hey, you want to be successful? First of all, you got to set a goal, and know where you're going. <laughs> you got you got you got to be willing to work harder than than the other person. Wow. Here's fifteen hundred bucks. I never thought of that. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I just don't. I mean, some of this is. Yeah, but I think we could offer. I love when the eventually... Tony Robbins thing was amazing to watch <laughs> behind the I've, scenes I've and never, jumping yeah. in that cold water. He got a mouth. Yeah, speaking of mama, my mama would have washed my mouth out if I talked <laughs> like Tony Robbins behind the scenes. I didn't know he was in the Navy. Yeah, you know, if you'll come in, you, to me is is motivating people and getting them excited and getting them encouraged and getting them ready to is that that harm. I mean, it it just doesn't it doesn't seem that I've never heard anything that said, "Wow." Now you get in the Word of God, you'll find some very profound things. Mm-hmm. But with some of this stuff of self help, kind of, mm-hmm. the reason why I don't really, you know, and you can go to a lot of churches right now, and you you can't tell the difference between the message and the TED talk. But but none of these <laughs> things are are things that I've I've never heard before. Right. I guess did I just have good parents? Was that was that it? I mean, you know, I, I think really uh, we we. Many of us, um, mm-hmm. those listening too, have been very blessed by having great parents. We so. just didn't totally realize that. Mm. I've realized my dad could have made a lot more money if he'd yeah. just gone gone into a conference center and said the things he said. Yeah, uh, the, uh, but so, yeah. Um, but I think there's some. I think there's my, something. My there. mom would have done quite well. She should have wrote, wrote a book. Yeah, she should have. Yeah, um, but y'all, y'all have got the overweight. I mean, but it could be a package where there's four or five things in one. You know what I mean? So it's not just one thing, like. You know, uh, making fun of bald people. I could take that. One. Okay. You know, we okay. can, we have rude Tourettes. We've got uh, you know, hotheadness. We've got people who are poor at grammar. Yes, Pe- yes. People who sound Speech like they never attended an English class. Right. Don't make people Why feel. Why'd you bad. look at me when you said? <laughs> well, well, no, well, I'm just as bad, buddy. I mean, our our team, our team, <laughs> what we do to grammar is ought to be a crime. I mean, it, re- it really should. Our mispronunciation of words. I heard right. myself the other day, and hey, Rick, it's whether or not, not rather or not, whether or not. <laughs> Whether or not, not rather, whether. <laughs> so, so, so. I'm anyway. scared to open my mouth. Right, sometimes. right. Yeah, and, and I hear myself sometimes. I go, I, I sound like I'm borderline. I mean, I, no, no, no. But I know what you mean when you say rather. I know, but like I told you the other day, instead you say, what was the one you say every instead of ever? Yes. Yeah, and uh, you know when it's every, I said I said every now and then. Yeah, you instead of every, every now and then. Yes, right. Man didn't know I said anything. We got wrong. a bunch of them, so we could say, don't make people feel stupid when they don't know how to talk. Right, and okay. then give examples. Right. And we could say don't make don't make southern people feel like uh, that that we're evil because we're southern, right? Right. See, there's a lot. Don't make fun of our accent. There's a few. There's Uh a few. I mean, we could have a lunch break, come back after lunch. Right. We could like your little handbook. Uh, You guys, I really believe we could do it. Now the problem is, and I want to warn you, you have to come up with a topic though that people are terrified of. Uh We haven't hit one yet. I don't think. I don't think people care how they treat fat people. I don't think people care how they treat Southerners. I don't think people care how they treat people that know how to use proper grammar. And Mm -hmm. I don't think they care about how they treat bald people. Right. we got to come up with something. Can we throw pets in there? There you go. That was what Ah! I was going to say. I'm sorry, Bob. Outside of racism, pets would be the hottest topic. How to treat your dog? How to treat your dogs. And cats. Well, cats. How your workplace should allow more animals. How to bring (laughs) your pet to work and it be okay with everybody. There you go. Now you got it. Now we got it. <laughs> hey, we we ding 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 ding. And we look at the legal, moral, and ethical things about bringing your pet to work. There you go. You got it. But we we'll, we got to push back against evil corporations.
that won't let you have your dog come sit by your desk. You have Golly. you have done it. That's it. Eureka, Bubba, Eureka. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, I'm probably saying that wrong. Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Nine minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number, and thank you for being with us. We'll get to some of your phone calls again. Coming up a little bit later on, uh, everything okay in uh, in the sleep world for you? Uh, well, I will tell you right now, and we've been talking about it on the program, and, and Greg just got one of these uh, sent to his house, uh, the helixsleep.com slash Bubba. Now, I will tell you, go to helixsleep.com slash Bubba right now. You heard us talk about this. Greg is is loving the one that, that he and, and his wife Lisa ordered. Um, now, if you, if you haven't heard us talk about this, let me tell you who they're tied to. You've heard me talk about all form. You know, all form. Um, I got the uh, uh, the furniture delivered down to the farm, and I've got that really cool um, uh, chair with with the the footstool, all American made. They ship it right to your door. Well, this is their sister company, Helix Sleep, all American made mattresses to fit your particular style of sleep. Now, Rick, how do they do that? Well, I'll tell you how they do that. Uh, you go to helixsleep.com/slash Bubba, and there's about a two minute questionnaire that you fill out. How do you sleep? Do you sleep on your side, your stomach, your back, a combination? Which one's more prominent? Uh, do you like medium? Do you like a hard mattress, a, a soft mattress, something in between? Whatever that is, and they customize the mattress to fit the way you sleep. And, again, it only takes about two minutes to do that. Helixsleep.com slash Bubba. If you use that URL, we will save you $200, plus you get a 10-year warranty and a 100-day free trial, meaning if you don't like it in 100 days, you can – have it returned, and they ship it directly to your home. Uh, go to rickandbubba.com. We also find that, um, that link there, Helix Sleep. That's H-E-L-I-X, helixsleep.com slash Bubba. All right, so Mike Lindell, we're talking about people uh, that are they're, you know uh, under attack in the attempt to cancel. Well, now the voting machine company uh, that Mike Lindell uh, made the, the claims that they were part of stealing the election from Trump, Dominion Voting Systems, uh, they announced yesterday that they have filed a $1.3 billion defamation lawsuit against Mike Lindell and the company MyPillow. Mm. Did you see that? I did. Yeah. I saw that. Thank you, but that, You know what that is? That's solitude, right? That's solidarity. That's right. Yeah, Bubba if stuck, you need to take a break, yeah. uh, Bub, you're, you're Rick, welcome you, to. You've got to tell people what's going on. Well, I mean, if, if, you, you, I mean, you, if, you're, listening, if you're listening on radio, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah. This well, you, might, you might have noticed a slight tonal change this in is, Rick's this is This is really, really only for the YouTube people. Yeah. I mean, if you're on radio, you don't know. I mean. Right. Uh, but anyway, point, I've got a piece of tissue stuck up my nose because yeah. my left nostril. <laughs> sounds like Rick had an allergic reaction. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like a Bubba during the uh, the times of the year when he's allergies are bothering. That's yeah. right. Uh, That's yeah, right so, so anyway, but uh, so Lindell, and this is the thing. You know, he even put out the how long was that documentary? Two hours. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, it was longer than that. It was like a full length. It was three. I know. I know it was too long for me to watch in its yeah. entirety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't it, seen it by the way. Uh, so I haven't watched it, but here's Dominion Voting System saying you're mm. you're saying that we rigged the election, and we are saying that we are going to sue you because you have defamed us. And says uh, Lindell is where is well aware of the independent audits and paper ballot recounts uh, that uh, that disprove uh, his big lie. That was the name of the uh, the documentary, and uh, they are now suing him. Uh, Bubba, did you catch that number one? Point three hey, hey. bill 
Larinos. Right. Well, a couple of things here. Uh, not a lawyer. Uh, <laughs> they have to prove damage to do this. Right. Uh, so unless they can show that they somehow went missing of $1.3 billion uh, because of this, they're going to have a hard time collecting. Um, I think this is just an attempt to say we, we're in the right, they're in the wrong, and we believe it, so here's the proof. Um, the, the other thing about this that uh, – and, and I don't know. I mean, you, you, you hear these things. Look, if you're going to be sued, Mike Lindell will have his day in court that he will get to present his case. So I would think if I'm Dominion, uh, even though this is kind of a PR front to do this, I would be concerned that if there was valid evidence out there, I wouldn't want it to come to trial. Yeah, well, Lindell uh, says just what you're saying. He's saying, look, he told ABC yesterday, I'm happy that they filed this lawsuit against me because it now when, will give me the opportunity to demand the internal company's documents through legal dis- the legal discovery process. He right. said, I've been waiting to do this. I called my lawyers, and they're finally doing it. And he said, I'm going to talk about how the cancel culture uh, has hurt me. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand. I understand Dominion uh, was accused. Nobody was giving them the time of day. Right. I think Dominion would have probably been better just to let it rock on. But okay. like you say, now they, they're bringing in a legal proceeding, which Mike Lindell is going to have legal standing to ask for things that's going to shine a light on them. Here's the one thing, though, you, that uh, I think is still curious to me. Texas was pitched the Dominion system, right. did their own internal security test, and it failed twice. Right. That is not conjecture. That is fact. I would like to know more about that test, why it failed, what was the problems exactly. with it, and why after that failed, other places still went ahead and purchased it. Yeah, you've brought that up, and it's like no one else. I, I, I mean, that that surely would be part of this. And, and Lindell, like I said, he's going to say, I've lost over 20 retailers because of the cancel yeah, culture. $65 million. I've lost my company Twitter account. Uh, yeah. and, then, and then you talk about the money you just said. So he said, I'll take this day in court because we're going to finally hash all this out. And like you were talking about, what what happened? Will they bring somebody in from Texas that'll say, hey, we didn't use it because of blankety blank, blank, blank? Right. Yeah, so, I, I think that would be a big part of this. To me, that was a big part of the whole election fraud charges uh, that we never really got answered. I mean, I'd like to know how they did the test, how they decided it failed. Uh, you know what their whole precept of that was. Yeah, yeah. So they'll 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 be a day in court that that Lindell and uh, the Dominion Company will get to hash it out. But as he said, now uh, I've got an opportunity at discovery. So now some of the points that I tried to make in the uh, the documentary, I will now get to uh, substantiate in the court case. Yeah, so, I, I I don't really understand Dominion doing this because, like I say, have they been harmed? That's that, that's going to be the real key for them to collect. Can they say, well, you know, three countries have now, uh, you know, right, fired right. us as their voting system? We, I mean, we've took a, a real loss of of this money, and uh, we want that back, and then we want you to file, you know, uh, pun get the compensatory right. things on exactly. top of that right. to punish them for doing this. I don't know. It just seems like kind of a crazy thing for them to do. Yeah, it seems like, uh, and, and maybe we're wrong. Maybe we don't know the damage that, that has been caused, but I'm like, you yeah, know, they, I, they, I, and I don't. I admit that. They'd have to show that because it, it appears to me that no one has done anything to, to Dominion that most, that, that really, there's people that support Lindell 
and they they think his accusations are true, but has it really hurt them? Well, uh, Lindale yeah. has damages and losses. No I, I don't doubt. know about Dominion. So, no doubt. Uh, not that they caused his losses as much as the, you know the perception of what he was doing did. Right. So he'll have his day in court. He said he's looking forward to his day in court. And uh, we'll get down to this. You know, they'll, they'll either come out. You know, if I was them, I think I'd back away and say, "Look, we tried to scare you. I don't know that we want to send to go all the way to court." Yeah. Top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Hey, look, we've talked about it here on the Rick and Bubba show, and and we talk about food a lot on the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, you know, if you look at the current state of America, you you start thinking, could I get to the point uh, where America's food supply? Uh, is not maybe as readily available as I would like. When you see some of the the left radicals that are now in power and they're anti-business and they don't hesitate to shut down the nation's economy, you know, you've seen what happened with the lockdowns. And so food sometimes is difficult to find. And you think to yourself, could I get to the point where food would be impossible to get? Well, we, we recommend maybe stocking up on emergency food right now just to be ready. I mean, Bubba talks about this. I mean, you, he's, he's a big prepper. Running out of food is terrifying, so you don't want to wait. You, you want to go ahead and take care of that now. You take care of this stuff before it ever happens. Then when it does happen, or if it does happen, you're ready. Start building your supply of emergency food that lasts for up to 25 years, and it's there when you need it. So we strongly recommend My Patriot Supply. It's, it's America's leader and self-reliance. You know, be sure you, you're able to take care of yourself. Uh, they're, they're the only source uh, that, uh, that you need to use for emergency food planning. And right now, we can save you $70 off a four-week supply of their delicious meals that give you 2,000-plus calories a day. And uh, that's what you're going to need to survive if things kind of go south. Uh, and saving $70 uh, is impossible to pass up. Supplies are limited, so you want to make a move now. Go to preparewithrickandbubba.com and stock up now. That's preparewithrickandbubba.com. Preparewithrickandbubba.com will get you $70 off. Two men who warned you that soccer would destroy the country. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us as a brand new hour begins from the broadcast plaza. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all in the mix. O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Looking forward to Columbus, Mississippi, the land of 96 1. I'll be there speaking at the Men of Valor, Valor event coming up this Friday night. Uh, we'll have uh, resources available from themanchurch.com as they'll be kicking off uh, the pursuit uh, curriculum. This will be our first gathering. Then we'll go into the small groups of the curriculum from themanchurch.com. This is a free event, but men, if you want to attend, they do need you to uh, fill out the information there and send it in because they're, you know, keeping up how many seats they got for the pandemic spacing. And there, we got about half the room that was available as the last time I spoke to them. So. Uh, Columbus, Mississippi, make that move today for Friday night. Saturday night, uh, I-92, WLWI, I'll be in Montgomery at the Renaissance Hotel and Convention Center, downtown Montgomery. There's a lot going on with this one. They've got kind of like an outdoor expo, got some uh, booths set up for you to enjoy, guys. It's uh, Becoming a Man of God event. 
sponsored by Eastern Hills Baptist Church. Uh, I'll be there speaking. We'll have all of our resources available from themanchurch.com again. Now, this uh, is a ticketed event, uh, $10 a ticket, and tickets are available now, and they'll have them even all the way up to uh, the evening at the door as you come in uh, to the convention center there at the Renaissance Hotel downtown Montgomery. If you'd like to get tickets to that, make your move and just go to rickandbubba.com under events. Both of those uh, uh, Friday and Saturday night links are available for you. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Buster. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for sharing a little bit of your day with us each and every day. Wacky world. All right, so a couple of stories we want to hit for you. And my goodness, I've lost my copy of the one who's robbed the bank in the electric wheelchair. Do you know? I, I had it right here in front of me. Oh, and now, I got it. Now, I got now, it. Now, I got yeah, it. So we, we, have, we have a woman who has robbed a bank in an electric wheelchair? Well, Rick. Greg, I, I think you, you made a great point on the kickoff hour uh, mm. that if a woman in an electric wheelchair can rob yeah. your bank, you've got serious you need to, serious mm. security issues. Yeah, you, you might want to review them. Yeah, I mean, what you know? do you, what, I mean, what, we're not talking Ocean's Eleven here or whatever <laughs> it was. You know what I mean? I, do, you yeah. think, do you think they may have hired all the people that got fired uh, that were try, supposed to keep secure the capital? <laughs> I guess so. They're, they're still doing that because if you can wheel in there, in your cart, right, pull off a robbery, get out of there. With nobody stopping you. That's the part. I, I thought y'all would just tell me in the story that they didn't even shoot her tires. That it was. <laughs> the, they say the unidentified woman got into an argument with a teller at the Regions Bank in downtown Jacksonville before announcing she was robbing the place. Wow. Okay, so it was did she come in and wasn't going to rob it until she got mad? I, our authorities say that the woman was given cash before leaving the, leaving the bank located just a few blocks okay. from the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office headquarters. Okay. She was taken into custody a short time later. How far are you gonna get in a motorized wheelchair? Uh, did she get charged? Was it on? so close that she just? I don't want to use this term, but I guess it's accurate. Drove there but, in, in her wheelchair, not. And how not, about this? No uh, weapon. The, they, they say, say she did not show any weapon. Well, then she why just did you give her the money? You afraid she's gonna ram into you, Greg? I mean, what, what is, what's the threat? Well, I'm mad and I'm in my electric wheelchair, okay? Well, the teller said that she knows how much it hurts when somebody rams into your shins. Well, that's why that's the only weapon she had. So I, I I don't know it make, it, it makes a, a lot, I don't know what the deal is I I don't know why this wasn't a simple if there's no weapon no thank you we're not giving right. you what you want or give it to you and then run out there and say got you yeah um, um I mean th- this argument thing I don't understand if this just came to mind while she was having an argument or this was some diversion or whatever. I, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. None of this make none of this makes sense. It does. Yeah. And anyway, I, none. I, I'm back with the original. I'm back in, in, on the original statement. You got some serious issues there with security. Um, yeah. Now Pat Sajak. Who was it? Asa off Mayberry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doggone it, Bubba. Pat Sajak's in trouble, and we need to. Well, you know, we're we're a little we're a little different because we are a show that is hosted by men who have speech impediments. So. We don't even know how to say impediment right, I don't think. But but anyway, um, but Sajak, and I'm with you, we'll, we'll listen to it here. It's not great quality, but we have it. I'm not so sure because I know Speedy has a real bad habit of it. You do. And, um, and Greg, you do as well, of just mocking somebody when you hear them without even you don't really that. thinking, oh, my gosh, it sounds like I'm making fun when really it just uh, happens. It just happens. And I guess you probably are. 
because it's your first reaction is to mock uh, anything, anything <laughs> someone's. Are you referring to some of the callers? Yeah. Yes, I'm referring to callers. Oh, yeah. um, so Pat Sajak is being called out for mocking a Wheel of Fortune contestant's speech impediment. So now, the contestant's uh, not mad. It's the people that were watching. Yeah. Well, then, then who cares? Then? He, he, he walked away about twelve grand. It's George and Fred on Twitter have nothing better yeah. to do. All right, listen, Since let's, we randomly just pick Twitters of people we know nothing about. <laughs> right. So let, let's hear it. Here it is. Company, we set up technology that benefits older adults living in senior living communities. Yeah, and that's a, a tough thing too because uh, technology yeah. and sometimes people are not open to. You'd be surprised how, how open they are. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. So that's just a myth. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I see. Uh, <laughs> you were married. Uh, that's I think funny. it's newlywed. Uh, well, I, I, he said, yes, I, see, I, that's think, it. I think, I think he was just trying to be funny. I don't yeah, because that, that guy doesn't have that bad of a lip. Well, technology and sometimes people are not open to me. You'd be surprised how, how open they are. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. So that's just a myth. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I see. Uh, you were married. I think I'm still in this. No, he clearly did it. Okay. That's Greg. It's that's Greg if he's hosting Wheel of Fortune. Greg, that's you defending folks yeah. like you. <laughs> I know. But I thought the guy would have a bit more of a list. And, and look, yeah, it's he, not that prominent. Look, yeah. we know Say Jack goes out and knocks down a few drinks with Vanna in between uh, uh, taping. So he came back in there and he yes, was he's lit up and having a little fun. You could tell because he said it, and, you yeah. know, did like, yeah, the he's standard joke it. delivery. He's been doing this so long. He ain't yeah. sweating. And you think he cares. Yeah. So it says the man does have a lisp. And uh, and I'm sure that man knows he has a lisp. Yeah, yeah. I think, <laughs> I think he even laughed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, I, if you got a lisp, you might as well laugh. He yeah. spun that wheel. What he did. I'm going back to this guy. I I got twelve thousand reasons. I don't care what page Pat Sajak said about my answer. Is that what he got on the show? Yeah, that's what yeah. he won twelve thousand yeah. over twelve thousand dollars. Yeah. Do you even care now? And he's going to have to pay tax on it. Yeah, still yeah. So that's just a myth. Yeah, it is. It is. I see. Uh, <laughs> I see. Uh, he could he uncontrollably that, did yeah, that. that. He did. That was that was speedy and, and you know, phone troll. And you know exactly. what it was, and and we've talked it, about it, this. It, we <laughs> we deal with this in our family sometimes. When somebody speaks to us with an accent, mm-hmm. we tend to answer them in the same accent. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't know why we do that. It, yes. But it, it's just kind of a habit we sometimes do. Suffer and suck it, I see. I see. Suffer and suck it, But I'm like, the guy didn't really have a prominent. He just said nah. the one word like that. And, of course, and Greg, you are trying to defend people because you do the same thing. He just he just uncontrollably said it right back to you. He didn't mean nothing by it. Right. And 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 it's sometimes it's, it's just something that your brain yeah, does. Yeah, you know, some it's like trying to blame you know an an, it's it's like trying to blame an animal for an instinctive reaction. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like a, you ever scare a dog and he turns around and tries to bite at yeah. you? Yeah, he, reala- he realizes you or and he's just shows his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's hey. you. oh shoot, I'm good. Uh, we'll come back. We go phone trolling next. Thirty seconds of pop. Whatever's on your mind, lines are available. Plenty of them. Broadcast Plaza's got ten big ones. So come on in at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and we'll chat with you, rolling through it, one call after another, making comments, asking questions. The Rick and Bubba phone troll coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty minutes past the hour, of the Rick and Bubba Show eight six six. We be big is the number. Here we go. A long distance directory assistance. Every quote two on two. We will start uh, with corn pop fifty fifty. 
And under the great state of Alabama, lines are available. Harry Murdoch can work about four more of you in. If you want to dial up right now, then once we start rolling, the lines will open up. But there's four available right now. Uh, at the end of 30 seconds, here we go. Buzzer sounds. Uh, Corn Pop uh, 5050 out of Alabama. You got 30 seconds. Go right ahead. All right. Hey, yeah, I had a comment about the electric wheelchair bank robbery. Yes. All right, so I work at a finance institution here in Alabama, and for sake of keeping us safe, I'd rather not say where, huh? but we have robbery guidelines that state when a customer comes in and says, hey, I'm trying to rob you, give me your money, we give them the money to try and get them out of there as quick as possible and protect any other customers that we may have inside of the building. So that's, they probably just had some guideline in place where that's what they were trying to do. Yeah, uh, well, and then not run over somebody's foot. That that makes sense. You you want the uh, safety of the people in there to take top priority because uh, you can replace the money. But uh, that uh, that you know that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, but I guess what I'm situation. Yeah. Yeah, in that situation, I agree it's stupid. And like in the drive-through, we still have to give it to them, but we're behind a piece of glass, right? Right. But at the end of the day, we still have these guidelines that we have to follow, and uh, we could potentially lose our job if we don't do those. So, well, here's what some I, clarity on that. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. I, I don't understand how does the electric wheelchair even get out of the parking lot? I would have got before the law, before the laws there. I'm just gonna say, unless she was packing, if she just demanded the money and sitting in that chair, I'd have got tickled. Yeah, I would have to. I would say you got to be kidding me. Uh, Jonathan in Florence, WLAY. Jonathan, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Monkey Grass Green Acres. Thank you very much. You know, I'd Thank you, sir. Go ahead. I'd love to have a video that I could sell for 20 grand a pop, but, you know, I'm not that lucky. So, yeah. um, But I'm going to play the devil's advocate here for just a second, and that is if this way of thinking is in our DNA the way this guy claims, then, you know, there's nothing we can do about it. And, you know, the left claims that they can't control their, their sexuality and who they are or who they like or the way they think. So, you know, if it's in our DNA, then this is just the way we are, and we must just be superior. Yeah, day, guys. I, yeah I know what you're saying. If we live in a world that says no matter how much something bothers you, if that's the way that, the way that person is, then you just have to let them be who they are. Uh, so if, if, if white people bother you and they're just being white, then they're just being true to themselves. Uh, I see what you're saying, but that'll never fly. But I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, because there's certain things I think we've all deemed to be undesirable, but you're right. If it's something you can't help, uh, then I don't know what you can do about it because, um, I guess we all, uh, have certain ways we were made and there's nothing we can do about it. So we don't agree with that being true, but if that's what you think, you have to be careful what you are also yeah. allowing. Uh, let's go to Jake Birmingham, 104.7 WZZK. Jake, go ahead. Jake. Morning, guys. I was wanting Bubba to, to educate me, kind of kind of walk back. the Six or eight months ago when gas prices were as low as they've been in a while, you mentioned how it was not necessarily good for the economy. And are we, you know, to the contrary, since they're going up now, everybody's mad about it. Is that good for the economy? Uh, I, I don't remember making that exact comment. Um uh, y'all, y'all won't help me with that. Yeah, I, I don't I, remember I, that. I, either, I like having I, low I gas prices. I think what I may have may have alluded to was when the gas prices get too low, uh, the gas companies are not making money, so they don't uh, invest. They don't do this. They cut back production. Those kind of things. Maybe it's all part of the equilibrium of a free and open market. I mean, uh, obviously, if the price 
gets too competitive, uh, it, it it makes it so they're not making any money, so they don't, you know, they can't do, and it and it destabilizes a lot of world markets too. So, I, but overall, I think we always want as low a gas prices as we can get. I, you yeah. know. Well, I mean, there, there's just there's other side to it. You have to look at what problems that occurs in other places. Do you think he's confusing the thing of sometimes when interest rates get get low, it's good for you know there's good and bad to low in interest rates versus interest. Rate. You know, one part of your life is doing really well, then another part of your life's not doing well because <laughs> right. interest rates interest rates are so low. Was it that conversation? I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly. I don't remember yeah. saying that it's bad, but it, but there <clears throat> there are some drawbacks if it gets too low you don't want it too high obviously there's a point where it's good for everybody but it's hard to get it to stay in that point usually because it's moving around because because of capitalism because of the market brian in montgomery i-92 wlw let me be clear i don't want them to go up so no. don't send me an email saying i said that yeah. well, thanks, i didn't well, say that well i hope well you're uh, you're upset right now because they're going up <laughs> uh let's let's go to brian brian go ahead Hey, good morning, guys. I was just curious. I hadn't heard you say if you're going to get the vaccine or not. Just wanted to know what your thoughts were. Uh, I, I will not. I will not get the vaccine as long as I have the antibodies, which uh, you know, right now it looks like I may have them as much as a year. And I had the uh, I had the uh, virus back in early December, uh, so I will not get them as long as I have the antibodies. If it's eradicated by the time I don't have antibodies, I probably won't either. But if it's you know if it's necessary, then then probably show. What about the rest I, of you? I, I Brian, I'm in the same boat. I, I don't think I need the shot until my antibodies begin to roll off, and we're not sure at what time that'll happen. But guess what? We can get a simple blood <clears throat> test and find out. At which point it rolls off, I would have no problem getting it. Um, and we may be in the from a. Uh, you know, uh, Herd immunity. Uh, uh, well, from from the government standpoint, we may be in the position where we have to have the vaccine to be allowed to travel and to do some other things, which is not uh, unprecedented, guys. We our kids have to have vaccines before they can go to school, so that yeah. that's not. But look, here's the thing: when it first came out, I was I was concerned, as I think anybody should be. But every day that goes by, more and more people have got it. More and more people have got their second shot. We're watching to see how that goes, and I feel very uh, confident in the results so far. Don't know what's going to happen a year from now, two years, five, ten, but right now I feel uh, very good about it. Greg, you're the only, you're, you and Adeline are the only ones that yeah, don't, probably take don't have antibodies, so it's really a better question because we, we're yeah. not going to have to deal with it. For I don't know long. when it'll get to me, but I'll yeah. probably take it, yeah. Um, Helmsy, you're probably like us. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I was I was completely against it at first to run out and get it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I had it, uh, COVID nineteen, and it was a little rougher run than I wanted it to be. So my mindset changed on once my antibodies run out, I will probably go ahead and get that. Not so much for me, but because of the people that I'm around. Yeah. Um. So, and we'll see. And and the good news for me is, like y'all have discussed, I. I got the antibodies, so I can let this play out and see Mm -hmm. what the long-term effects or short-term effects are are on receiving this. Yeah, and and Bubba's comment is important so far. We really don't know yet. We know know, know, know know the body of work we got already. Yeah, we know we got, what, 11 million that have been vaccinated at least with one. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have family members, loved ones I care about, and they've asked me about it, and I said I would get it, and a lot of them have got it. So I hope that's good advice. we, everything has a risk given that, but let, let me put it in a real simple form. If, if I'm told 
if I get the vaccination, I can go back to a football stadium full of people yeah. with no restrictions. I will be rolling my sleeve up <laughs> Adler, if what, I am done with this mess. Adler, what about you? <laughs> yes, he's he, thumbs yes. up. But Speedy, will you will you get the vaccine after antibodies go away? If you still yeah, yeah, probably so. Yeah, so, so we're pretty much all in the same boat. The ones who have no antibodies will get it as soon as it's available to them. Those of us that have the antibodies, we're not going to really worry about it till our antibodies uh, go away. Yeah. So that's that's kind of, and I, I think that's logical. It, and it makes sense. And I don't have a problem with people concern or questioning it because sure, yeah. no, I am too. No, don't ever. Look. Yeah. But but you got to look at what evidence we have. We do have evidence now that people have had it and they're fine. Yeah. But yeah. So. Yeah. This thing where you can't question the medical field, I've never bought into that. I, I think. How about this? The medical field does not have an undefeated record. They've had some losses, and they don't always do things right. Nothing wrong with critical thinking. But as the evidence comes in, critical thinking requires that you go where the evidence is pointing, not that you hang on to a conspiracy issue that's just not materialized. Exactly right. Bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Teachers, don't forget uh, Rick and Bubba's world's largest classroom coming up Tuesday. Uh, get all the details at rickandbubba.com under upcoming events to get your class involved, either live or on the archive. Ancestry.com slash Bubba teaming up with the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, you know what? If you go and, and, and you take advantage of the services that they offer, it's going to change the whole way that you look at your family history. And uh, they do that with DNA uh, testing. They do that with uh, information on your family tree. And then they go into their billions and billions of records, uh, uh, family trees that they have. Uh, you, if you would like to know your true ethnic origin, uh, if you would like the historical details of your family to be accurate, then you need to use our friends at Ancestry.com slash Bubba. It's a lot of fun. And you can get your Ancestry DNA kit and start your free trial by simply going uh, to RickandBubba.com and clicking on the Sponsors button. Use that link or go directly to Ancestry.com slash Bubba. Uh, To the phones we go. uh, Let's go to um, Corn Pop 5050. (laughs) Corn Pop Welcome out of Missouri. A lot of Corn Pops on hold right now. Uh, Go right ahead. Hey, guys, how y'all doing? Fantastic. Okay, so I thought you guys would get tickled with this. So I had a job where it's kind of where the supervisors, how in the world did they get there, you know? Oh, yes. So here's some isms that we came up with. Scoliosis of the liver, detrimental, mouth out of a mohill, and escape goat. We've probably heard that a hundred times. We don't have any comment on that. We're not making fun of that. Yeah, I, I can't. That, that sounds like that, you've been listening to our show. Yeah, that's not funny at all, man. <laughs> right. We don't. We don't get it. That, What's the big deal? Escape goat. That's good. Uh, let's go to Larry in the beautiful city of Pensacola. Love Pensacola. Larry, go ahead. Larry. Larry. Sorry, Larry. Uh, let's go to Mark in Montgomery. No, Mark's getting on back on hold. Let's go to Zane in the great state of Alabama. Zane, go ahead. Uh, yes, monkey grass. Thank you, Zane. What's yeah. going on? Do you feel the pressure to be Zany? To, uh, I do. I do, yeah, actually. I can understand. <laughs> but, uh, 
I was just commenting on uh, Bubba's comment about the vaccine because um, he said it was, you know, not unprecedented. But from all my research, maybe you guys have heard different, but to me, the vaccine doesn't keep you from getting the coronavirus and it doesn't keep you from spreading it just like with the regular flu vaccine. It only is supposed to make your symptoms milder. So while I'm not against the vaccine, but then all these things of, you know, you have to have it before you can travel or you have to have it before you can go back to the sporting events. That's where my comment just was, um, I don't understand the point of forcing it on people if it doesn't actually prevent the spread of it. So, Hamza, no, is that is, yeah. you know. no, you, what you're talking about is is technically correct, but not not applicable to this because we all may have uh, molecules of it. It's not going to prevent those those viruses from entering your body, Correct. but you're going to create an immune response as soon as it does a rapid, which is what Dr. Sag talked about this weekend, a rapid response that's going to kill that virus, yeah. keep it from multiplying, thus you will not get sick. Yeah. So it is keeping you from right. getting the virus, even though you have traces of it in you. It, it makes your immune response much quicker and more aggressive when you are exposed to it. And helps so you that prevent from you passing from it on. Spread it? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yes. because you would Absolutely. not be, you would not be, it would not multiply in you. It would not get sick, and then you would not be able to spread it because it never reached that level. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of like saying, oh. it's kind of <laughs> like uh, you know a raincoat. Uh, you wear a raincoat to help you out in the rain. It keeps you from getting wet, but you, you're still going to walk through some mud puddles. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, to Mike in Huntsville, one hundred point three, the river. Mike, go ahead. Hey guys, uh, I just wanted to say uh, I'm getting a little triggered every time I hear y'all advertise for LinkedIn, knowing that they're offering corporations a seminar online on how to be less white. Well, you have to understand, LinkedIn is nothing but a pla- yeah, but nothing but a platform, and of course, that's a typical. Right. You must be white to have that kind of reaction. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> That's your whiteness bleeding just, through again. I just, I just, yeah, I just thought I would kind of take a. a- yeah, that's uh, that's like being mad at the radio because you didn't like the lyrics of a song. I mean, you know, it's uh, uh, the yeah. uh, and and look, we we've also talked about issues that are important to all of us. Through anything we're doing, it's impossible to to scrub society clean of things we don't like politically. Look, I, I, you just can't do it. Now, look, I don't have a problem. I'm going to clarify this because you're right, but spot on. I honestly don't have a problem of an individual person saying, in my individual life, in this individual situation, with this individual product, I'm done. But I will tell you this. And that's fine, and I understand it. I, I, I that happened to me with Target, right, okay, during right. all that. But I have, but, but if you, but I will tell you this, to Bubba's point, if you start down the boycott road, let me tell you what you'll never be consistent. Can't it's be. impossible. You can't right. be. It's impossible. Like the like the time the guy was t- talking about some of our merchandises uh, that the vendors are all American companies, but some of the places they get some of the products may not be in America. And he said, I just have a problem with that. And then when I asked him, well, what did you send this email on? Right. Okay. And then it was like, you know, I was like, well, the very products you're using to send me this complaint, you're violating the consistency of what you, you need to go find a 100% pure American made platform to email me on. Yeah. And you won't find it. No, you won't. And and, and so, so, but it's nothing wrong with saying in this individual situation with this individual case, I can't, 
I don't want to. I don't want that product anymore. Sure, that's fine. Sure, yeah. But you'll look into the rest of your life and find products that you haven't given up that have the same inconsistency. Well, and to, and I'm not saying this it's, guy. It's impossible to scrub the whole thing clean. Rick, I'm not saying this guy's doing this, but you will see somebody today complaining on Facebook about this LinkedIn thing. <laughs> Yeah, you know. will. That's exactly and, what I'm talking about. And Rick, let me let me give you another example. I, I've dealt with this prior to the Rick and Bubba show, where we were in a situation that uh, a, a radio station decided they were going to do this. They were going to make some changes, and they did away they they did away with businesses that did not meet their spiritual conviction. Okay, certain things they moved them out, took a financial loss on it. Well, then. It's almost like people want to keep looking another layer. Well, then we have a grocery store who's run by an extremely Christian man who is, uh, helps numerous people in the community, and people start saying, well, you shouldn't allow them on the air because they have beer they sell. Well, where are we going to draw the line? I mean, eventually there is nobody left, right. that, not one among us, that right. we, can, we can survive. We will have no computers. We will have no cars. We'll have no radio, no TV. Have we won the battle at that point? I mean, you just got, I think you got to have some common sense in this and be wise in how you navigate this. Well, you really go back to what, what Christ called us to on that spiritual point. He said, you're always going to be in the world. Right. And do the best you can to not be of the world. Right. But when dealing with the world, like, I mean, I hate to use the most grotesque example. I mean, we've got a Roman Empire that, that goes on the all-out slaughter of Christians, okay? And you hear Jesus saying, knowing that's coming, look, give them the taxes they're asking you about. I ain't paying taxes that evil organization. Yeah, you are. I mean, you know, it, it, I, I really, it, you know, think, it, I really yeah. think if today's right. Twitter, sphere, Twitter sphere was in existence then, someone would say Jesus is financing the death of Christians. Right. That would be their big push. Right. How could he do that? Right. And when it came to this fallen right. creation, a fallen creation will always act like a fallen creation, which is why you don't put your trust in it, and you almost treat it like that's a necessary evil that I'm not going to get consumed by. Right. I'm not going to act like. I'm not going to be part of that. I'm going to use my job. Because can I tell you something? Just like this thing on uh, abortion. If y'all think, that some politician is ever going to rid this country of abortion through politics, you're just wrong. Happen. You're just wrong. Right. Okay. How many times have I told you they were going to do it? And what success have they had? Not a lot. Zero. Not a lot. So what, what, what Jesus yeah. would probably teach us by what he did in scripture is why don't you start reaching people? Let me talking about him radically change them so that even if they make a mistake, like we all do, Mm-hmm. and they end up with a pregnancy that they didn't plan on by not following what I told them to do on their sexual purity. And I, I'd raise your hand if you're the person that follows Jesus 100% the way he says on everything. I, no hands are in here. Right. So so you made a mistake. Now, there's a difference in a perpetual, continual lifestyle and a mistake, yeah. okay, a stumble. Gotcha. But, and, then, and then that person says, well, we're followers of Jesus, and we made a mistake, and we, we, we didn't follow him on this, and here's the result that he said. But we're not going to now make it worse by aborting a baby, by, by breaking another commandment about where life begins. So they've been changed spiritually. The government still didn't change their, their yeah. view of it, but individuals changed their view of it. Thus, the number of these abortions are cut down by people no longer desiring them because they see them for what they really are. 
right? Yeah, if that's the, probably if the that's issue, probably a better use of our time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If the issue ever goes away, mm-hmm. it will be it will be because there's no demand for it, not right. because a court outlawed it, right? Exactly. And I think we need to really wake up to that because I think we're the effort is uh, is pure in heart, but it's it's fruitless. Jesus, you're wasting time. Peter cut the ear off, as we've said many times, because he missed <laughs> of the people that were coming to get Jesus, right. because he saw Jesus raise Lazarus from the dead, and in his not yet Holy Spirit filled self. You know, he's different after Pentecost. Right. Right. In his mind, he said, "If he can raise a man from the dead, he can overthrow the Romans." If he can feed 5,000, you remember they tried to make him king right there when he fed the 5,000. He can overthrow the Romans. And Jesus said, that's not the deal, guys. I'm not here to overthrow this government because my kingdom is not of this world. I'm here to redeem people from going to hell. That's why I raised Lazarus from the dead so when I go to the cross, you know that I really am 100% God as much as I'm 100% man. I prove to you that that I'm God because I could raise a man from the dead. He didn't raise everybody from the dead. And by the way, Lazarus just died again. Right. Okay, so Don't what? <laughs> can you imagine Lazarus? Well, here we go again. <laughs> uh, but anyway, anybody seen been, Jesus? No, been, th- been through this one. Uh, he's already ascended to the Father. He's, you think he was late last time. He's yeah. not coming. Yeah. Because what he was showing you is that he could redeem Lazarus eternally. And, yeah. so, and so his kingdom advances by changing human beings, one human being at a time, yeah. by his power. Because right. apart from me, John 15, you can do nothing. And um, and I think sometimes I'm not saying that that these things have no value over in the political world. I wish every single politician was a devout follower of Jesus. I don't know that a devout follower of Jesus can stay in that world very long without being so uncomfortable they have to leave. But if you think the governments are going to solve these problems in individual people, are you going to live in some whitewashed world? It doesn't exist till the redemption comes. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. This is Jack Nicholson. Guess what? You're listening to the two sexiest fat men in radio, Rick and Bubba. I myself, Paul and Richard and Bubsy. But that's another story. Seven minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866 We Be Bigs, our number. Thank you for being with us today. So. You know, when we went to our house, Sherry and I went from empty nesters uh, when our uh, last one uh, went to college, uh, then decided uh, that he was going to go into the field that he was working in and, uh, and, and not go back to college, got a full-time job, and then for a moment, we were not empty nesters anymore, which I was not all that thrilled about because he was, <laughs> he was living back with us, uh, and, and, and I'm speaking of young Broderick, uh, the Tasmo. Uh, turning 20 in May, he's still 19. So he um, he finally said, which I agreed with, uh, I have a full-time job, I have benefits, I have health insurance, I want to move to my own place, to which I couldn't I couldn't call the moving company quick enough. You know what I mean? I was like, hey, I totally agree with you. <laughs> and, uh, and so because, you know, we're teaching them, we're teaching them to leave. That, that's, that's our job. We teach them to go. And so last Friday – uh, he moved into his own uh, apartment that he's paying for and doing all that. So he, but he's working these these long hours. And I had a I had a su- such an opportunity. You remember the Mickey Dean bit where he said that he waited till his kids had children 
on a rainy Sunday night at yeah. 1130. And then he went and knocked on the door and said, I need a piece of poster board by tomorrow morning. And I've known about it for six weeks. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so so I had I went and, and met some uh, – he had to have some work done in there. I, I forget what it was, something to do with – they had to hang something or whatever. I don't remember what it was. But uh, but he said, uh, hey, Dad, can you meet this these people that are coming to do something at the apartment I need done? And I said, sure, no problem. So I went by and and I met the, the the workers, but I got there early. You know, once they got there and, and just kind of waited till they were done or whatever. But I got there early enough that I just was in his apartment on my own. Okay, and I thought, well, this is my moment. This is my moment to eat his food, <laughs> to to go into his refrigerator and and drink the the drinks. Leave crap laying yeah, around. I, I went in there, brushed my teeth, spit the toothpaste in the sink. <laughs> I left it on yeah. the side. Yeah, Greg, Greg sat down, sat down. Beat on the lid. Yeah, I mean, I, was, I said, I, and, and I kept sending him pictures of what I was doing in his apartment. Look, this is me knocking back one of his top of hey, chicken. Uh, <laughs> Rick, leave the empty bottle sitting right on the yeah. counter. I, I left it right there. I, I told him that I also ate something and just left the plate laying out. Yeah. With, 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 yeah. On the, I, I, I went in there and just started doing everything in his apartment that he that he. <laughs> That he would do, you know, when he was right. living with us. If he if he'd had a box with the leftover cold pizza, you could eat the last piece and put the box back in the refrigerator. <laughs> right. There was nothing's in it. Yeah, look, he had a he had some chocolate covered almonds that were sealed, meaning he had not opened them yet. <laughs> I sent him a picture of me opening. Them. I said, I've got a handful of them. I'm eating them. And he, Greg and he was like, he was screaming. He goes, Dad, Dad, you are killing me. I said, You payback, baby. Oh, I said, You wouldn't believe this. I said, Just a minute ago, I said, I took a shower and just threw the towel on the floor. <laughs> He said, are you showering in my apartment? I wasn't really, but I kept right. telling him. Right. I, said, I, said, I said, just took a shower. And you know what I did with the towel? Threw it right in full. Right <laughs> and I said, by the way. It's I, wet and it's in a pile. I said, yeah. I, had, water everywhere. I said, I was dressed for work. I've taken those clothes off and I've thrown them back behind the door in the bathroom. <laughs> not, 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 not in the not any dirty, clothes, ha- dirty clothes hamper. I've actually thrown them Made back around pile. back behind the door so you don't even know they're there. Right. And when you think you've taken everything to the laundry room, you find that pile behind. You know where yes. the door opens? Absolutely. That little gap. By, you find all Right. Kind of stuff I, don't, he, I don't, never understood that about him. He would throw his clothes in the in the bathroom, like behind the door, where you would open it up and you'd find them in there. Going, you ever had to pile up before you know? Yeah. yeah. So he's uh, he's finding out now. If you don't wash clothes, you don't have any. No, mama yeah. ain't there. And I kept telling yeah. Sherry that I was like, look, you don't let him bring this stuff home when he was going to college and all of that. She said, well, I mean, he's gonna have to wash clothes at some point. I said, well, he's washing them now. And it's funny he'll 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 try to Facetime Sherry sometimes. I said, "Now, am I doing it?" Of course, he, I got in trouble because I told him if you wash everything in cold, you you could just wash it all at one time. Yeah, <laughs> I got in a lot of trouble, including reds and whites. I said, "Look, just wash it in cold." And, and when in doubt, I always wash it in cold. Well, well, and and, and then here's where I, you I have, like those you can put the heat to though. Yeah, when but, I got it all white. But let her go. Listen, here's the thing: Betty's going. Where do you do all this at? Do you, do you remember, yeah, right. Do you remember Oompa Loompa? Remember when I when yeah, I told oh, them yeah. when they were little oh, after yeah. that horrible incident? That Keep I it down home. That I won't recount. That happened to Johnny Rockets before they took it away. Oh yeah. Uh, but anyway, it was it was it was a moment that was grossly uncomfortable. And I said, well, in our term now, if Daddy ever says Oompa Loompa, that means don't say that. Yes. And so he's nineteen now, and all of a sudden I heard, well, now Dad said Oompa Loompa. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, still applies. Oompa Loompa. He he was like, Dad says I just wash it all in coat, and I said. Like, and I could hear it going on. And I couldn't. You ever could You ever can't get there in time to throw your body in front of what your kid is saying to your wife? It's like watching something spill and you die. Yeah. If it's going You're not already gone. It. Did you tell him to wash everything in cold that he could just wash all of it in one thing? Yeah. <sighs> Honey, honestly, I appreciate how you take care of our clothes. I honestly do. 
But baby, you 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 divide things up. Sometimes I'll see like one group that's got only three items in it, and, and you and you think that group is on its own thing. Yeah. Don't wash a whole load with three items over there. And she's like, "Well, those can't be washed." And I said, "If you put it in cold water, do you know what I get in more trouble than this? Is I'll dry stuff that don't need to be dried. That's where I get in trouble. That's where <laughs> that's where it comes down on me as far as you drying stuff and you you." It's too small now. Kids can't wear it. That shouldn't go in the dryer. That's hung up. I can't tell, and I don't know what is supposed to be hung up and what's not. Yeah, because that's a you, tough one. I get a, I get mixed messages. That's a tough one. I get certain shirts, but yet then I put one in the dryer and I'm like, well, you should have hung that up. Oh, then I, I hang it up. It's like, well, that one can go in the dryer, and I'm like, that's the same exact shirt. I know yeah. it's hard to tell. What are we doing? That shrinking thing. Also got in trouble for this one. Did you tell Brody if he? Took the same towel and hung it up. He could use it for a week. Oh yeah, I said one hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah. This one wadded up the floor. One hundred percent. Don't throw it in the floor. At least three days. Oh, oh yeah. I get three days out of pants. Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. As long as it's not summer. Sure. Yeah, yeah. summer. That's, you got to rotate. Rookie. You got to rotate. You got to adjust. Yeah. 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 Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Radio's Dream Team, Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussey, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Let's go, Dream Team. Six minutes past the hour. Much to do on the program. Will of Me could spin. Rick and Bubba's world's largest classroom coming up next Tuesday. Uh, I'll be going and uh, speaking to men's groups in Columbus, Mississippi, the home of 96-1 Friday night, another men's gathering of uh, men in the Montgomery, Alabama area, I-92, WLWY, Saturday night. Get all those details on the things I just mentioned to you by going to Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. All the information is there. We're welcoming back Bill Bubba Bussy. You heard him mentioned in the lineup for the Dream Team. Uh, Bubba, we've got uh, we got a little bit of a COVID uh, update. We talked a little bit last hour about vaccines, but um, COVID pandemic. All right, so and, and we've all admitted. I heard the kickoff hour admit this. Bubba, you and I have had these conversations, so we openly admit. And apparently, uh, Megan McCain, we find ourselves in agreement with her a little bit. We've all got Fauci fatigue. And, uh, you know, we, we've, we've said this before sometimes when it comes to race relations. Keep in mind that if people are making a good living at constantly saying that there's racial strife, one thing they probably don't want to completely end is racial strife. Right. right. If, if well, that, it's a big business. Mm-hmm. It'd be yeah. like me saying I, I'm here to eradicate uh, the uh, uh, radio shows. I probably wouldn't be part of that. Right, right. Uh, so... Fauci, it just seems like just about the time we're all trying to feel pretty good and, and see some light at the end of the tunnel, it's like he's a he's a pandemic Debbie Downer. Mm. I mean, it's like he'll just come up <laughs> and say something, and you're just like, and you know, I, I've just got Fauci fatigue, but especially when we hear stuff like this. And if you're a restaurant owner, you definitely don't want to hear Fauci what he's saying here. Yeah, he says that he is going. He's cautioning against dining out, even if you've been vaccinated. Um, okay. Uh, I still do not do dining indoors. I still do takeout, and I have been vaccinated. Uh, I want to continue to support the restaurants in my neighborhood that I would normally go to. Well, telling people to just do takeout only, only that's not going to do it. If they could make a living 
on takeout only, that then their their business plan would be takeout only. Right. It, right. it wouldn't involve dining in. There right. are some that do takeout only. Uh, they're not very big. Right. And um, so um, I, I don't understand this concept. It, it, you know what he's trying to say? He's trying to say what the guy said last hour about airplanes. Yeah. That somehow if you're vaccinated, you, you really hadn't solved any problems. Well, well he, here's the thing. That's, uh, that's you know, I, I, wanna, I know Fauci is a smart guy, okay? He's, he's been at Did this Did you see him throw time. out that first pitch? Now, not an athlete. That, <laughs> not that tells an athlete. me, Rick, that tells me he's been inside too much. Yeah, he has been studying. Um, you know, I, and I want to give him, I guess, just the, from the constraints of being an adult, I, I just want to give him the benefit of the doubt if I can. Now he, you know, his involvement with the uh, uh, the the place that gives the patents and all this is is disturbing and whatever. But look, there, there's a time Fauci has been front and center for a year. He's been on national TV day in day out. People hang on everything he says. There's no way that doesn't affect you. You enjoy the spotlight. You're important. You're you're. Everyone's waiting on every phrase, every syllable you say to know what's going to happen. Now, at some point, as the pandemic goes away, you become less important. So, you know, either intentionally or not, we know human nature, and I think there may be a sum of Dr. Fauci wanting to hold on to that spotlight as long as he can. Look, the numbers say this thing is rapidly decreasing. Uh, we need that to happen. And look, there's still things they need to be ready for the next one, whatever it is. Be on the lookout. Do your research. Mm-hmm. Make sure we're covering the variants. But look, th- there's good news. And, and here's the thing I think he's missing from a psychological standpoint from the rest of us. If you're wanting us to wear a mask and you want us to social distance and you want us to vaccinate, there's got to be a, a, a win for us out there. There's got to be a reward. We're like the little dog that goes outside and tinkles, and now we come in, we want our treat. <laughs> our treat is we get back to normal. Right. And if you don't let us do that, then to heck with all this stuff you're asking us to do. I, I don't know why he doesn't see that. And it's kind of odd because he says that the data is still out on how transmissible the virus is from someone who has been vaccinated, but two is Israel studies – in the efficiency of the Pfizer vaccine, that's just one of them, suggests that the vaccine greatly reduces the ability to transmit the virus. Yeah, well, that's what we were talking about a minute ago. Yeah. You, you have to be infected to a certain level to be able to uh, pass it off to other people. You just It's just a numbers game. And if you never get that sick, then obviously you're not passing it off to well, everybody. Yeah, I don't know how to tell everybody this, and I, I want to be careful what I say in the new you know, giant government you know, takeover <laughs> of our lives. Uh, we don't live in a world that it's ever 100% that somebody can't transmit something to you that might kill you. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, right. we'll, we'll never be in that world. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, listen, right. we're going to, once COVID dies off, you're going to see the flu numbers come back up. Right. And the flu kills people too. Absolutely. It does mm-hmm. every year. So, um, so anyway, now he did say this, if you combine getting most of the people in the country vaccinated with getting the level of virus in the community, very, very low, meaning you don't hear hear the numbers very high anymore, then I believe you're going to be able to say, you know, for the most part, we don't necessarily have to wear a mask. When it goes way down and the overwhelming majority of the people in the population are vaccinated, then I would feel comfortable in saying, you know, we need to pull back on the mask. We don't need to have them uh, anymore. But he said it is possible we'll still be wearing them into 2022. 
So see, this is where Megan McCain weighs in now. She's yeah, like, she's frustrated. She's like, this guy's hard to follow, and she thinks that someone else needs to take over. She says because um, uh, can we replace Dr. Fauci with someone who does understand science? She says I'm frustrated over his refusal to say whether grandparents can hug their unvaccinated grandchildren. She says just like what we just we heard. Need a win, yeah. Yes, we need a win. We need a win. Well, just like this. He just said in one hand that, yeah, I think we'll get to the place where we don't have to wear a mask again. And he says, we're probably going to still be wearing them in 2022. Well, what? Right. I mean, and she, she, wants, she says she can't get a clear answer on exactly how we should be, what we should and shouldn't be doing because he's never quite clear. Yeah, and here's a little bit of Megan Adler has it, Rick, okay. uh, her introduction of Fauci uh, and then her response. Right. Uh, really quickly, I just wanted to show a clip of Dana Bash talking to Dr. Fauci this weekend. My parents have already gotten their second dose. They're fully vaccinated. Does that mean it's okay for them to spend time with their grandchildren who obviously have not been vaccinated? What's your recommendation? You know, I'm not going to make a recommendation now except to say that these are things that we really do. I mean, literally every day, Dano, we look at that. We look at the data. We look at what's evolving about how many people are getting vaccinated And there will be recommendations coming out. I don't want to be making a recommendation now on public TV. We want to sit down with the team, take a look at that. So I was very frustrated when I saw this clip. I I first and foremost want to say that I I respect the great tragedy and all the pain that has come of our handling of the coronavirus. And there are 500,000 Americans that don't have family members. And it's horrific and very sad. And the grief that our country is going through should not be downplayed. That being said, we are I, next week it will be a year since we left studio. And I have been very responsible in many different ways, as so many Americans have been. And the fact that Dr. Fauci is going on CNN and he, he can't tell me that if I get the vaccine, if I'll be able to have dinner with my family or dinner with, I mean, I don't have any grandparents left, but, you know, older people, if I can go to, to dinner at, at friends' houses who are older, it's, it's terribly inconsistent messaging and it continues to be inconsistent messaging. In Israel and Tel Aviv, one of the messages that they have, I saw a sign that said, get a shot, take a shot. Meaning if I get the vaccine, then I can go out and I can have shots with my friends. Is the science in Israel different than the science here in the United States of America? Because Israel has over half of their country vaccinated already and seem to be doing pretty well. The idea that I can get vaccinated and I won't be able to see friends and nothing in life changes and that we're going to have to wear masks forever. I, I, I don't understand the downplaying of getting the vaccine because right now we should be wanting as many Americans as possible to get a vaccine. The fact that I, Megan McCain, co host of The View, uh, I don't know when or how I will be able to get a vaccine because the rollout for my age range and and my health is is so nebulous. I have no idea when and how I can get it. I want to get it. If you call me at three o'clock in the morning, I will go any place at any time to get it. I want to be responsible and obviously wait my turn. But this rollout has been a disaster. And I understand, obviously, President Trump can take much of the blame. But now we're in the Biden administration. I, for one, would like something to look forward to and to hope for, because if getting the vaccine means that just nothing changes and we have to wait another few years till everyone gets it. It, 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 There's already a lot of people not getting it. We're already having a messaging problem getting people to take this vaccine. So I'm over Dr. Fauci. I think we need to have more people giving more opinions. And I I, honestly, quite frankly, I think the Biden administration should, should remove him and put someone else in place that maybe does understand science or can talk to other countries about how we can be more like these places that are doing this successfully. Fauci fatigue. Well, she makes a good point. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm I'm not gonna always agree with Megan on every point, but I, I think that was that was fair. Mm-hmm.
Well, she's saying if we're if our goal public relations wise is to get people excited about the vaccine. Yeah, yeah that's how you get them. You got to have a cookie at yeah. the end of the trail here. <laughs> if you yeah. tell if you tell them go get this vaccine, but nothing's going to change in your life. That's not that's not very good marketing. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 22 minutes past the hour. Ooh, it brings the Rick and Bubba Show, 866. We be bigs a number chatting with you now. If you want to join us, Harry Murdahl lining them up. Susie, Eclectic, Alabama, checking in. Hey, Susie, how you doing? I'm good. How are y'all? Fired up and ready. Sounds good. So, what's on your mind today, I'm Susie? I'm calling in about uh, Dr. Fauci. Mm hmm. I don't know why anyone would even trust what that man says. Well, I don't know if you've seen him throw out the first pitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to take pitching lessons from him. He's got a lot of degrees when it comes to viruses and stuff. Well, that may be true, but he flip-flopped on a lot of things. And But he's not going to tell me I can or can't see my grandchildren because I'm, I'll be 62 soon. I see my grandchildren every day. Well, I have throughout well, this whole uh, thing. Susie, I hope Fauci doesn't find out about yeah, it. I hope he doesn't hear about that. Because, <laughs> I mean, Biden's giving him new power to be able to tell grandparents when they can and can't see their grandkids. So I hope you you might not should have called. <laughs> it's not going to work with me. Tell him, come on to Alabama. Now, he did Uh-oh. say you could see your grandkids, we got to wear four masks. Mm-hmm. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, well. Have you? Yeah. Because uh, yeah. uh, four is better than happen. three. Because, you know, one, two's Susie, better than one means three better than two, and four is the ultimate. <laughs> Susie, have you well, have you it, had a vaccination shot yet? I had my first one only because I am a cancer survivor, and I was told I needed one. That's yeah, right. well, that, that was probably wise. Did you, did you, which one did you get? Uh, the Pfizer. And you, you're doing okay? You didn't have any issues with it? No issues. So sore arm like when you get a flu shot. Okay, that's good that's because it. my Winter. parents are getting uh, Pfizer tomorrow. So you're saying, what, Rick? Bro, just, I, just, I, just, I, I just prefer Winter, Moderna. Let me I just ask you this. Prefer Moderna. Susie, uh, when, when, are you scheduled, when are you scheduled to get your second one? March tonight. Okay, so you, and you're planning on getting it, right? Yes. Okay, well, good. Yeah. I, I think you'll be in good shape. Hugging yeah. grandbabies. Yeah. Yeah. Our parents are 79 and 80, and they didn't, they didn't have any problems at all. Of course, they have Moderna. They, they didn't have any <laughs> issues at all. So, so, uh, so dad, dad had a little advice. Not, not, I see my granddaddy every day. Not, well, I hope Fauci doesn't find out about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, he ain't gonna, he gonna stop that. Mm-hmm. He gonna stop that about like he's gonna, they're gonna take our guns. Uh oh. Hey, Fauci, he'll, he'll end up in Bama looking for Susie. He said, I need to talk to Grandma all Susie. Yeah. Nah, it's Mimi Susie. Tell him to come on. <laughs> Mimi Susie is ready. Mimi Susie. What was the thing we were, we were shouting yesterday? <laughs> or was it the day before? No, we were doing a celebration. Yeah, yeah, we were doing yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I just need a vaccination. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was uh, it. For right a minute, you couldn't remember anything. <laughs> so I can hug my mom. No, for a minute, I was like, what were we chatting? Mimi Susie see- needs a vaccination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to see Mimi Susie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to hug Nana. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Wish I was getting Moderna. Yeah, yeah. Rick. <laughs> Pfizer's big up in Huntsville. So, I, so, so recently hey, I went up, have a deep freeze, sure. <laughs> recently I went up to Huntsville to see my parents yesterday, but we we couldn't get anywhere near them. So you, according to Fauci, you didn't you, get anywhere near them. Didn't want Reese wanted to hug Nana and he couldn't. No. Okay. Uh, right. And, but you're telling me if they get the vaccine, still can't do it. Come on. 
Yeah, well, see that. Well, you that get we got, so we you got to have an out. You can We're not going see, to Fauci. Fauci may be. I tell Fauci to have a white privilege coke and a smile. There it is. Fauci is check his privilege. What he needs to do. Fauci may be great at dealing with viruses and all that stuff. He's he sucks at pitching. Okay, we know that. And and somebody needs to give him a brief lesson in PR. That's right. all. That's it. You gotta give them, you gotta give the dog a cookie if it acts like you want it to. That's got how a little fatty to- fatigue. Yeah, yeah. 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 Here we go again. <laughs> it's, it's back. It's back. I love how we couldn't remember it first. You know, a lot of the did. listeners are like, oh, God, here we go. Again. Yeah, yeah. Jessica in, uh, in Georgia. Jessica, go ahead. Jessica. Jessica's in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's in love with Fauci. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. No, I'm definitely not in love with Fauci. <laughs> um, I was just wondering, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I homeschool my kids. And we don't vaccinate by choice. I don't, if people want to do that, I think that's great. But I wonder how y'all feel about, do you think this is going to start forcing vaccines and do you think that's okay? Like, I don't think forced to do that. I I hope we don't get to that point. That gets a little creepy for me, forced forcing vac- vaccines or something like that. Especially oh, I wanted we, to ask her some questions. Yeah, especially serious. if we can get to the, uh, um, you know, to the point of herd immunity. I'm not sure everybody has to be vaccine vaccinated for us to get there. When the forcing is a yeah. Well, I I don't like the just I don't like the, the forcing here. either. Uh, with a lot of jobs, you're going to be forced to do it. Yeah. Uh, True. with uh, restrictions, you're going to be forced to do it. We were all forced to get vaccinations before we went to school. Well, in all fairness, uh, you are saying, it, but people have a choice to homeschool right, or to do right, something else. Right. So you know you don't you can just say I, I don't agree to do that, so I won't be in that. School. Right. You, you, you're correct. Yeah. So but, but so what I'm saying is I'm talking about the point where you don't you have no right, opt out. Right. They're going to come get you. I'm not. So are going to hold you down. I, I don't want that. Because if somebody says, "Well, you can't fly on our airline without one," you can choose not to fly. Right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I, I agree. I, I just agree. I don't want to get in that you know Nazi military yeah. camp. I'm standing in the line. Have. You must have a vaccine, or we're coming to your house and dragging you off and giving you one. No, I'm not for that. No, I'm not for that. But yeah. I, I, you know, too, uh, with this lady, um, and you know, God love you. You have to make your own calls on that. I, you said no. Va- they haven't had any vaccines whatsoever. She's a no vaxxer. Hmm. Not polio or anything. Nothing. Thanks. Hey, smallpox. Is polio a vaccine? I thought we got that under the tongue. We did. We drank it or put it on a cube or something. Yeah, yeah, sugar cube is what I got. Yeah, yeah. That was the one. Do we even do that one anymore? Yeah. Yeah, I think you do when you're a kid. Um, Do you? I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. I I, I thought, but you know why we wiped it? Yeah, it was pretty common at one time. I mean, everybody was walking around with a limp. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah. President had it. What about that thing that would the vaccination you get and the little thing get on your arm? You couldn't go swimming. You remember yeah, that? yeah, I remember that. Yeah, what was that, that was the one to go to school for. Yeah, what, what yeah, was that? Smallpox? It, it, it had a bunch of. I don't remember. It left a scar. Yeah, on your and they arm, just yeah. scratched you almost. They didn't. No, that was. Uh, what was that? that I remember it, being at the wave pool at, at Point I Mallard. I couldn't get in one. We couldn't get in. Remember, because mom made us get them at the same time because she knew. What was know. that? I remember it. I don't you, know you what it is. We called it the vaccination. You get an MMR now. What is that? Measles, and leave, mumps, and rubella? Maybe that's what it was. You know but what? It, it would leave a scar. Right. It would fall off. God, and some people had bad scars. Mine's hardly noticeable. Yeah, it's. Um, I, I've never been a anti-vaccine completely. I am I am anti-reckless vaccination. Yeah, I am too. Yes. And over-vaccinating. I, I think you need to address the biggest problems in a society and not, not vaccinate for everything that comes down the pipe. It's not going to be widespread. Right. Bottom of the hour. 
866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up after the bottom of the hour break. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past. Everybody say, everybody say. Party. Car Shield. Uh, well, I love getting the emails from those of you that have already moved and gotten the Car Shield uh, because you said, "Boy, I tell you what, I was uh, I was out of warranty. Uh, I'm not going to get a warranty with these crazed uh, telemarketers that keep calling all of our phones every day with these fake local phone numbers. These people drive me crazy." Yeah. I mean, they are driving me crazy. Uh, so you know what? I said, hey, I got the car shield. Don't need it. Uh, CarShield.com is, is – uh, they've, they've got the reputation for taking care of these things. Uh, and if you go to CarShield.com and get one of their protection plans, this now protects the automobile that is no longer under warranty. And so then if it's covered repair and you have an issue, you, you helped pick out the ASE-certified mechanic or dealership that you wanted to take care of it. That's who you're comfortable with. And they pay them directly. You also get 24-7 roadside assistance, and you'll get a rental car at uh, no additional charge. This is the time of year when we get a lot of roadside issues that you don't want to be stranded, uh, and you also don't want to think to yourself, oh, no, here comes a large repair, and and God forbid, I mean, it could be a repair you can't afford. You don't want that. Mm-mm. So uh, get a protection plan now from the Car Shield by going to carshield.com. Use the code Bubba. We'll also save you 10%. Of whatever protection, whatever uh, whichever protection plan you pick, there's also a link at rickandbubba.com. You'll find that right there uh, under the sponsors button. All right, so Bubba, we've we've got a uh, something going on in Russia. Now, when you see Russia. when you see this Russia. headline, Mother Russia, dogs are mysteriously turning blue, and it <laughs> that says can't be good, and it says in pink, but I don't see anything in the story that talks about any of them being pink. But the headline says blue and pink. Uh, the no story, but I think blue's enough. Um, a pack of stray dogs with bright blue fur were found earlier this month. Bubba, are you ready where they're near? You ready? An abandoned chemical plant mm-hmm. in well, Russia. That's you know, Russia. Russia. Look, mm-hmm. look at the picture. Of the blue dog. Look, gosh, they're not just kind wow, of blue. That, That's so much more blue than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at the pink one. That is, that guys, is, guys, that, what's happening? Well, they think uh, they know. They said... Um, I can't pronounce this town. I won't even try. It's two hundred. <laughs> it's two hundred forty-two miles east of Moscow, and this is a chemical plant that once manufactured oh, highly, in there. <laughs> highly toxic, uh, an acid here. I can't oh, pronounce wow. it now. Which is the core ingredients in, in what used to be called the uh, per- Perusian blue dye. Experts believe this detail may help explain. Mm-hmm. While some of the puppies are now blue through and through, Unreal. including what they leave behind when they eat, uh, it is blue. Oh, wow. Do they say anything blue about doo-doo. the Perugian pink dye too? I guess yeah. must be. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this is basically uh, oh dogs God. got into an abandoned paint factory and rolled around in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. look at look how blue they are. I yeah. mean, really blue. <laughs> so Gosh, is it? Wow. I mean, can we tell? Is it coming from inside or is it something? Obviously, they got on. Well, Bubba, they oh, said yeah. that when they're when they're leaving behind, it is blue as well. Oh, and they said now true. puppies are being born blue. Dang. And now I love this when they'll go ahead and say mm. that they don't believe. They said um, they said the when they did the blood test and the stool test on the dogs. That's right. 
they don't see any signs that this is toxic to any significant level. And that's a key mm-hmm. word. I'd underline twice significant. Uh, so they've been eating something. That has made them blue and That pink. has made them. It says mm-hmm. they're, this is not just they rolled around in some dye that was this lying around. Their, their hair. It this, grows they're, that way. They're growing blue fur. Yeah, some acid. Uh, and and it, dropping it, blue piles. Yeah, and so there was something. Is it, what is it, the hydro, what is it, acid? What yeah, well, acid? bottom line is it was part of the ingredient oh that made this blue dye. So they've they've got into it somehow, yeah, ingested it or something. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, yes. You know, hey, I'd want to clean your place up when you shut it yeah. down. Yeah. I got to tell you, though, these blue dogs are kind of cool. They do look kind of good. I mean, it's a, it's a good color blue. I don't know that it'll be carried on in future generations, though. Nah, if, I can, if, they, if we can get more of them eating it. <laughs> I mean, you know what? It'd be easy to name your dog. No, come, no. Here, come here, Blue. Oh, yeah, that's, a, that, oh, yeah, that's, that's easy. easy. The problem is the bring whole neighborhood's buddy, coming in. Bring your buddy Pinky with you. <laughs> what about, Greg? You know, in the past, when they had to go see Blue from Blue's Clues, it had to be a cartoon. Not anymore. Not anymore. Nah, he's as no blue as they get. <laughs> Blue's Clues. Blue's with Clues. a real dog. He is Come real. see me at the local you know, expo. That's right. If we can it's just red. get them red, we can have uh, Clifford. And it, and some of it says are pink, but they don't talk about the pink much in here. They I don't. saw the picture of old Pinky. Yeah. yeah. So, but That's the blue, pinky. those blue dogs standing in the snow was really kind of cool. Rick, the funny thing: the the pink ones are female and the blue ones are male. Greg. I can't, you can't figure it out. Well, you don't know how they identify them. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Um, it's so, the town of Zunzigs. Yeah. But, <laughs> is there anybody who can pronounce that town right? Anybody? Right, hold on, Sam can. All right. Let me let's see. Let's hear. Let's see what Sam. we got. Zerzhinsk. Oh, oh my goodness. You ready for this one? Watch this. Hold on. Zertzhinskloorx Deklo chemical plant. Look at that blue dog. I kind of want one. I know it, Rick. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of yeah. like a Smurf. And I see here, what does he got? They pollute you. Mm. You don't know what it's told. What, what, what scared to be radioactive? What well, scared the blue Sam, dog? What are they digesting? Highly toxic hydrocyanic acid. Okay. okay. Hydrocyanic. Dang. Say it again, Sam. Hydrocyanic acid. Okay. Cyanic? Okay. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> also, uh, on a on a well, I can't, the blue dogs are pretty funny. Uh, but <laughs> the uh, no, blue dogs are funny. It says there's nothing wrong with them. They're just blue dogs. Who don't want a blue dog? Of course, the word significant. We, we want right, would you have a blue dog in the house if you think it's I don't have any toxic. dog in the house. But would I have a blue dog in the yard? Down to farm, roaming free, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Even if absolutely. it had something toxic running around, yeah, I, I wouldn't pet it. I just like to see it. <laughs> oh, really? I like to see it run across a ridge. <laughs> yeah, I just like. Yeah, he just kind of exists. You're right. So, yeah. so you're saying when you people see went, him around the red barn in yeah, the green yeah, grass. Yeah. So when you're you're sending people out to hunt, uh-huh. and you go, now look, if you're at trash field, you might see this blue dog run through there, but don't worry about. Yeah, it. Yeah, what I would say now, if a dog's not blue, lay it down. <laughs> but if you see a blue one, you know, yeah. <laughs> right? Yes, sir. Rick. Well, there. no, there's wild dogs. I know. I didn't, there's no, no one's domestic dog. No, right. Talking about wild dogs that have become wild. Mm-hmm. Now, we have a video that was sent to us. Have you seen this video? Of the, does Adler have this? Is it a blue dog? He, he's, he let him come out of the blue dog and get to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And this is uh, somebody's baby, somebody's little girl. Is, mm-hmm. is it a little girl? I can't tell. Is she blue? No, she's not blue. Greg. But she's, she's very upset that, that Rick and Bubba's not Greg. on. Oh, there. really? Is this, <laughs> is, this, is this her getting upset? We, we get clips like this I want everyone to feel They're all way. funny. They're like, yeah, she's got a little wind to poo huh. and all that. And He's she, ready. She is very upset that Rick and Bubba's not on. So listen mm-hmm. to this right here. What did you say? Oh, Rick and Bubba. <laughs> well, Rick and Bubba's not on right now. It's Saturday. They're not on on Saturday. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, that's, the, that's, <laughs> that's what we need. She's so sweet. I do mm-hmm. want to tell the parents that you, you yeah. we are on Saturday, and there's ways to listen. Yeah. Maybe. 
I, I hate to just cause trouble with their little girl, but there <laughs> are there are Rick and Bubba best of shows or replays of the week mm-hmm. that run on yes. Saturday. But some stations may not run it on Saturday, right. but but it runs over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me hear it again because this is the effort we need out there. I this want everybody to feel this way about the show. Okay, exactly. everybody. This is- Did you say I want Rick and Bubba? <laughs> what? Well, Rick and Bubba's not on right now. <laughs> it's Saturday. They're not on on Saturday. <laughs> that's that's, uh, that's what we need right that's there. Good stuff. We need that effort. I like that. We need that effort. We need the man to the campaign. Rick and Bubba. You know what I would love to do just to just to watch the reaction back to the Blue Dogs because you know I had to go to the vet world yesterday and you know I just I'm always so uncomfortable when really? I go down there with the pet people and um, it's give just, you the last name of the dog. It's just well they know they honestly they don't do that anymore they they know better now. Pick up your son. Yeah, that's I, I've established that animals don't have last names. Buddy Burgess, please. Yeah, and so but your but, daddy's here. But I'd love to see the reaction because I bet you these 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 people that are really 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 into their pets. I think they would probably lose their mind if you walked in with a blue dog. Oh, yeah. And I would say, no, it's just what he is. I didn't do anything. <clears throat> He's just born blue. Yeah. Now, did he eat some out of a chemical plant? He did. Yeah. But we're, we're, we're here for our annual. <laughs> I mean, you, wouldn't, wouldn't you enjoy that? I, I saw at a, at a hotel this past weekend, and I mean, I know look, we all have, there's things that I enjoy that people don't understand. But this, this, these people didn't have a small dog with them and i guess the hotel allows dogs so there's room to say allow dogs in not a small dog the head on this dog i'm mm-hmm. looking for something it's about as big as this see right that's here? The thing. yeah the, i'm pointing at this thing next to bub and speedy it may be bigger than that that dog's head was gigantic it was a gigantic <laughs> dog wow so i get in the elevator and of course the dog you know gives me you know gives me a little lift hello and because uh, because the first thing the dog takes is gigantic head goes in between my legs and lifts me yeah. uh-huh. you know, hello there hey, on my toes and so because because morning. because uh, good morning because the the owner, who is a female, and again, it, 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 this thing was so strong it wouldn't have mattered, was dra- pulling her all over the elevator. And I said, looked at her, and I said, so are y'all about to go out? Is he going to walk you? Because it doesn't like you're walking him. Yeah, and he'll she go wherever he wants She to goes, go. no, he pretty much walks me. I mean, this thing was gigantic. So I'm thinking, I'm picturing myself on the road oh my to the point I need a hotel, and I've got this giant dog with me. It just there's it, inside dogs and then there's giant inside dogs. That's the ones I really don't get. Mm-hmm. Well, this thing was huge. I mean, it, and I was like, that's Great a, Dane or a Mastiff. But picture like that. that's a lot of work. Like because yeah. usually when I'm in a hotel, uh-huh. it means that I've, I'm going and coming and, and yeah. got to go do something to come back. It's not a place where you hang out for no. long periods Mm-mm. of time. Uh, you know, it's usually just a place you need to put your stuff down. Yeah, lay down, go, get lay down, go to sleep if you need to. Why you go do whatever you're there in that place to do, yeah. whether it be vacation, whether it be work, and and you got this giant dog with you mm. in a hotel. It just seems you know there's no dog show going on in Dothan that I know about. <laughs> Maybe it's an underappreciated one. I, I, I don't know. But the, uh, hey, what if you rolled up at the dog show Ooh. with your blue dog? Oh, there you go. Best in show. Holy see, mackerel! I, see, I don't get that. That's a, yeah, a giant inside dog. I mean, that thing's a pony. Right. Little tiny dogs, you know, you, you, they don't make it, not, not cause a lot of trouble. Well, I wonder how much food that thing eats a day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, hey. One we'll day, be... it tear up 40 pounds, doesn't it? Phone calls <laughs> coming up next. I, I think easy. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
Nine minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba show, and uh, phone calls are coming in. Harry Murdoch, lining those up and ready to go, and we'll chat with you. A long distance, directly assistance. Eric A couple of stories that we had we didn't get to, but don't need to be unpacked too much, but uh, Indiana, how about this? The Indiana House has voted to eliminate uh, a required license to carry a handgun in the state. Uh, the House Bill 1369 passed the House by a vote of 65-31. Uh, a lot of um, uh, supporters of the Second Amendment gun rights are celebrating, saying this is a huge win, uh, that you now no longer have to uh, pay money uh, to carry a handgun in the state of Indiana. Hmm. Uh, so there you go. Young football player who heckled Cam Newton uh, has apologized and says, I hope I can be forgiven, uh, and said that he um, he should not have said and done what he did. Uh, and uh, says, uh, if you enjoy talking football, we have the perfect spot for you. And there, there's some kind of Facebook people who put it out. But they said um, that he, um, he said, as a football player, I let my competitive side get the best of me. It was a huge miscommunication. It was in the midst of a moment, and I realize now how a lot of you took it as a disrespect, meaning of Cam Newton, and I never meant to humiliate or let anyone down. Uh, and so people are saying he has apologized uh, publicly, and the young man should be given credit for at least acknowledging his mistake. Here's the thing that I found out on that. It doesn't make it any better, but I think he's talking about how the competitive nature. Actually, this is a seven-on-seven seven tournament, and Cam has a team in it. Okay. And this guy was on one of the other teams. Yeah, I heard people. Don't make it right, but it, you know, at first we thought, well, he's at his camp. Why are you dogging right. a guy that's at his camp? Right. Okay, that does make it different. Yeah. In my opinion, it does. And Cam, just- and, and Cam was asking some of the other teammates on this kid's team, all right, now, what does he bring to the table? Is he any good or whatever? And one of the kids start said, yeah, he can kind of run fast or something. So I think that's how it started. It just a little ribbon being Then fun. it escalated from there. You about to be poor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, probably not the case, uh, Right, but really but it does it, it does feel a little bit if he different. Don't take another snap, he's yeah, pull. yeah, I understand. Right, so. it was portrayed to me that Cam Newton's trying to do a football camp, and some kid at his football camp is heckling him out of nowhere. When now it's a seven on seven tournament, Cam has a team, yeah. and started kind of having fun back and forth about what does he bring to the table, and he thought he would be cute, and now trash talk with a grown man, and it came across as disrespectful. Right, yeah. right. I that, get it. That's still, I think he still should it's apologize. Better. It's better, but yeah, yeah. but it, but it's still. Oh, absolutely. You know, you know, I've talked about that before. Where sometimes somebody thinks they now have the green light to be a heckler, and you're like, hey, exactly. well, you ain't there yet. <laughs> and then plus, the video <laughs> yeah. only started at that one part. You Correct. See the whole thing. Correct. Yeah. Uh, let's go to um, Nate in Oklahoma. Nate, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go right ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey guys. Yeah, I sent you an email on a. There's a. I was in, doing a job. I'm a contractor in some pet people's home. Actually, a lady. It's a weird stick magnet, a sticker magnet, whatever it was on the refrigerator. You can pull it up. I, I was even uncomfortable reading it. These pet people, they're weird. Some of them go too far, and, and you're saying that inside a house where you're working, they had a magnet that said, I kissed a dog and I liked it? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. that That's weird, guys. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's that's well, going some a people far. can't say that. You, you know, I'll, some ugly people. I think. I'll I'll uh, I would never be the kind of person that rides around with I love my labradoodle. You know, right, but but right. you do that. Yeah. You say that's just somebody that's a little more into pets than I am. But I kissed a dog and I liked it. Mm. Well, trust me, the the ever pushing front there is never ending. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll let that lay. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Chris Leeds, Alabama. Oh, Chris, Leeds, Alabama. Uh, 30 seconds. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, guys. Uh, 
just starting to get into uh, I'm going to get into turkey hunting this year. So where did I go? I want to see the original Spurmaster. Yeah, so I go to his website. Uh, how have you guys not talked Gary into doing more videos? Because getting <laughs> to watch him do his turkey call, waving it around, uh, it was amazing. Greg, what's I don't the- know what my favorite. I don't know what my favorite part was. Was it the part where he said he didn't want to do too much because he got to throw a rock because he's going to call up too many turkeys? Or his uh, sharp sunglasses he was wearing. I thought I was watching. Yeah. Him. Oh yeah, and the face he makes yeah. when he does. I do agree. He, he, he makes Once a face. He sticks his, his arms out like, like that. And the and same face in the picture with two. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> may I, be my favorite. I only call up the limit and I'm done. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Wes Spanish Fort. Wes, thirty seconds. Go. When you went over to your son's apartment, I hope you left every single light on when you left. And when you <laughs> yeah. got ready to take that shower, I hope I don't get too personal. But when you took your clothes off, I hope you peeled your pants off where they re- remained inside out and the underwear was still on them and your socks were inside <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> Do it all. Do it all. <laughs> That's real good. Yeah. That's so I should have done that. Of course, I follow Greg's instructions. Yeah, you got to leave one so. <laughs> uh, let's go to Randy in Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Randy. Hey, good morning, guys. How are y'all? I'm Great. fantastic, man. Hey, there's a show you were talking about, the chemical plant, the dogs. There's a show of guys fishing around the Chernobyl nuclear plant mm. in the cooling ponds, and they're talking about the large, above-average large wolf packs in the woods now and the size of the fish in these cooling ponds. Thanks, guys. Well, wait, where can I find that? I want to see that. <laughs> Are you talking about? I like anything Chernobyl. Yeah, I do say. So they're saying there's a, some wolves around there that are exceptionally large. Oh wow! Well, Nuc- think, nuclear wolves. Th- think about mm. this, Sue. And I don't know. If, I don't know if it'd be that, but you had an entire city that was evacuated in just a few days. They probably left food everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's grown up. It's the you know, it's just turned wild again. There ain't no telling what those things ate for there's probably a some year. Would Plus, you? there's probably some yeah. radioactive stuff around there. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be fishing. In <laughs> Is there any amount of money that you'd camp out in the middle of that area that's been abandoned? You know, I've seen videos. I've seen videos of people who have gone in there and shot documentaries and stuff. It's interesting. I'm interested in the over the horizon radar. They had what's commonly called the the Russian woodpecker that was also in Chernobyl. Well, who's not interested in that? Y'all don't know about the Russian woodpecker. Sorry, y'all don't know about that. We could do a whole podcast on the Russian woodpecker. You had me on extra large wolves. That's really all I needed. (laughs) It was a. Yeah, oh, it's a two up. giant curtain antennas. Have y'all not seen those? Mm-hmm. I think we've haven't we brought well, that up. I think before? we have. I, I just flickers sure there. Yeah, yeah the Russian. I didn't think I'd hear Russian. No, you said that before. Today. It's something to do. And you were talking about. They actually made a case that it has recovered fully and actually, you know, has. Wow, has uh, that's not possible. That, that that place is not. I mean, it's it's done a a pretty exceptional job of cleaning itself up. Well, there's nobody there though. Right. It's all a mm-hmm. you know no live zone. Mm. And would you LZ? Would they, if they let us go in, would you go in and let us see if we could see one of the giant wolves? And would you? How long do I have to stay? Well, we're going to be there. We're going to go in on Friday after the show, <laughs> and we're not coming out till Sunday night. I'll consider it. What's the talent fee? Well, where uh-huh. are we? Where are we staying at though, Rick? There's no hotels. Tents. Oh yeah, we're out there in it. We're going to get one of those igloos that people are walking. Y'all ain't staying in no tents we're, in Chernobyl. No. We're going to sit. In, we're going to stay in these show enough good RV. We're going to stay <laughs> in, in the office of the, of the plan. I'm going to go back to the talent fee. What is it? Each one of us are leaving with hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh really? Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Well, I think Rick, I may fight a wolf. Yeah. I think we should go in and come right, out, buddy. not stay to limit our exposure. And for and for two hundred and fifty and for another fifty thousand. We have to catch a fish out of the water and eat it. 
Oh, oh no. I don't know about that. Wait a minute. I don't know about that one. Can we just put it in our mouth and spin it? We'll consider it. We'll deep fry it. We'll deep fry it. Okay. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.